Hello, Body Slams podcast viewers, and you're tuning in to Thursday Night Slams. That's right. This is, uh, I'm not going to say, this is not episode one. This is this is the first episode of us going bi-weekly. So now you're going to see us every other week at 9.05 here exclusively on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. And if you don't know how to find us, if you look down below, it says go to our official website at bodyslams.pro where you can go there and check out all of our past Body Slams uh, podcast uh, shows such as Breakfast and Body Slams, Thursday Night Slams, and our pop-up pipe bombs. Uh, If you want to listen to us on the go as well, you can easily check us out on Spotify, Apple iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, as well as many others as well. So uh, you don't want to miss out on any updates and stuff like that. And follow us on uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram, too, while you're at it. Uh, But you know what? I'm going to bring in my compadre, my homie, my uh, bearded angel, because he's such a stud muffin, ladies, Mr. Dennis Reaper. Bearded angel? Yes. I don't know. I was trying to... Listen, I've been introduced by some weird, weird, weird crap, but that that has to top be in the top three. I'm I'm literally gonna come up with something different every time. So I can see you doing it though. I can like, physically see you taking a notebook to work every day. Check right, check out his OnlyFans page. Twenty bucks is twenty bucks. I Brother needs the money. Fans. I don't have an OnlyFans page. So we will soon. No. Body Slams Podcast. OnlyFans. <laughs> Boom. That's us. We're in. We're in. No, no. But, You're uh, on your own on that one. You're on your own. Pat can be the OnlyFans people. And you know what? Him. I don't even no, want no, to no, talk no, about. No no, 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 no. Listen, listen. They would pay him to keep his clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to talk about him right now. Uh, Charlie Haas. Yeah. Enough said. <laughs> I'm like, I love the guy. I would love to have him on 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 the show. Oh, so would I. But Pat, this is our show. Leave it up to us to book the guests. At least ask us permission before reaching out to somebody. Um, but with that being said, speaking of Pat, well, let's give a shout out to the him and the rest of the Devereaux Sports family out there. Uh, starting off on Monday nights with the Sullivan Squad. At 6 p.m., the old school show on Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m., the Combat Misfits on Wednesdays at 6 p.m., Thursday Night Slam, which is us, which you are watching right now every other Thursday, which I got to change the thing up top. It says every Thursday, so I got to redo the uh, graphics. Uh, Bi-weekly at 9.05 p.m., the Scrapple Boys, from my understanding, they are still on high this so we're gonna try to work something out maybe we can help them out you know do a pop-up show with them i don't know we'll figure it out uh on sunday you get to check out the gobbler inc at 9 a.m the combat misfits at 10 a.m you get to see us again but as breakfast and body slams because it's the morning time we gotta have breakfast too i need my cup of joe at 11 a.m starting this sunday 
every week, you're going to either have me or Dennis hosting. Sometimes maybe both if we're lucky. Sometimes we might be uh, on the road, like let's say uh, a Ravens game or something like that. Wink, wink. Just saying. <laughs> I'm and sorry. And don't forget about our pop-up pipe bomb show, which can happen anytime, anywhere with anyone. So, uh, Dennis, I know you're on your phone. I'm hoping you're right there. You're sharing uh, the broadcast right now because my phone's right here. I can't get to it yet. But as soon as you start talking and we get our guest in here, you know. You can start sharing. Well, I'll share as soon as I get to it. Right now, I'm busy right now making our announcements. And one final note, I just got to show much love to our podcast affiliates out there who always show love back to these guys right here uh and that is uh anthony andy and brian at the tornado tag podcast uh dave keener and db richards at the 2300 wrestling podcast our newest affiliate the guys at backstabbers wrestling podcast as well as all away from puerto rico conversation de lucha libre that's right you can check out all these podcasts. Just Google them. They're, you can find them all on all different kind of uh, platforms to listen to when you're on the go, in the car, in the gym, whatsoever. Tune in, get a workout, whoop someone's ass during training, whatever the case may be. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Hit that notification button so you know... Uh, any new uh, pop-up news from us or when we're going live for a pop-up show. You don't know. You know, it happens. But uh, without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, our guest for the evening. I like to uh, start off with, uh, he is, uh, I hope I can uh, say this right. He is uh, uh, a formerly known as uh, Funky Pharaoh. He, uh, uh, he is the uh, Prince of Camdom. That's right. And don't forget to follow him on Twitter. Prince of Candom. Uh, CMD at the end. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget to check out his uh, Pro Wrestling Tea Shop too as well. Get those uh, uh, shirts. Oh yeah, at uh, Deshaun Pratt. And here he is, live and in color. What's up, guys? How are you doing today? <laughs> I I love Chio. I love the introduction. It was great. It was beautiful. I'm I'm uh, I'm all right. I'm moderate. I'm 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 okay. I, I I don't try to overdo myself, but whatsoever, you know, it is what it is. I love it. I love it. Oh, oh we got a quick shout out. Someone's calling Nancy Pratt. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yes, okay. yes, yes. Look at that. Hey, Suki, yeah. Suki. All right, all right. That's what's up. Uh, so Mr. Pratt, Mr. Deshaun, yes. and it, at the top there, I called you, uh, the funky Pharaoh, but we're going to yes. get back to that. We'll, we'll get, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get we'll to that. Oh, I can't wait to get to that. Cause I have a question for that guy. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I, I, I got, I <laughs> oh, gotta geez. know. And I need an answer on that, but I'm going to wait to ask that question for that. Uh, oh, they, 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 there's a lot of, uh, stories, uh, oh, I and, know there is. And, and, and question and answers. He, he sure ha- has them. Listen. Uh, cause we go way back. Like, oh man. Yeah. Yes, we do. I'm not going <laughs> to say we go back as far as Fred, Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble, but go back. Close. Yeah, we, we, we it's back. pretty close. It's, it's, yeah, it's just, like wild, just like me and Dennis. Yeah, there you go, right. 
Listen, she, me and she have known each other almost 14 years. I probably, I think I've worked on a dozen or more shows with you, Deshaun. Uh, yeah. And I still don't, I don't even know if I worked the King of Trios tournament that you, if you were on it or not. One of the last Allentown ones, they had the Young Bucks and AJ Styles teaming on it. I don't know if you were there. I don't know if you were there, but I, I have a feeling you were there. I was there. I I reffed. So that was my debut reffing for for Chikara, by the way, too. <laughs> you know what? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So I reffed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reffed. I reffed uh, which one? I reffed the meanie with the BWO. Yes. Versus that. That was fucking fun, by the way. I yeah. Need, I need video of this event. Well, no, no yeah. Okay, so right. That no was, one believes okay, so... that I reffed this show, and I have, I've had meanie literally tell people he reffed my goddamn match, people. <laughs> but no, that was probably the, one of the very, that was, like I said, that was my debut for Jakara as a referee because I was injured. So that was the only thing I was doing. But, mm-hmm. but man. enough about Dennis. Shut the hell up. We're here to talk about the Sean. <laughs> All right. Look, so then I'm going to, I'm going to jump, I'm going to jump over Chio again because I'm above go, him. Go ahead. You know, they, ask they him put questions. The short people below him. I'm not going to ask the normal question that Chio likes to start the show off with. You do that. Why I, well, why you I share. share see, see, I got I'll that. that. That's why we good partners here. So, normally, Chio always asks what got you involved in wrestling and things like that. Um, and I don't want to ask the same question. So, my question for you, we're going to start the show off with a heavy hitter. Um, out of all the things you've done in wrestling, right? All the companies you've worked with, people you've worked against. What would you say to younger talent trying to get into the business today from the experience you've had? on what they need to do? Uh, right off the bat, train. Train, 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 and train some more. Um, yeah, this is an ever-changing business. Uh, it's one of those things that you you never want to get stagnant, if you will. You know, always find, like, find like a good, reputable school. There's plenty of them out there. There's plenty of great talent out there uh, with schools opening up to show the next generation uh, the ropes, if you will. Um, and just just be ready to learn. Learn and listen. And most importantly, have fun. You got to have you gotta have fun. That's, oh, that, no, that's yeah. the main thing, have fun. You definitely got to have fun. No, I went like a – that's a question that I ask randomly at random people. Like instead of the normal – like what, what is the advice you give to these young kids? Like I'm always like train – Find the right school and, and do as many seminars as possible. And yeah, that's it. Yeah. Eat your vitamins. Pa- people hate seminars. They're like, oh, it's a ripoff. But no, they're not. They're really, yeah. They really aren't. They're, I Pick mean, the right seminars. For sure. I mean, you, you know. can learn from, any, you know, the foolish man stops learning. Yeah. You know, essentially. And you never, ever, ever stop learning in this business. No. You never stop. You never stop. And uh, especially considering the fact, too, you know, with the seminars, you can always get everybody's like a different perspective on what we do. So why wouldn't you want that? Why wouldn't you want that? You know, okay, I learned a little bit from this person. I learned a little bit from that person. Okay, I'm going to incorporate what this person said to me, you know, in my match. Also, I remember this seminar. I want to incorporate that. So, like, yeah, why not be a sponge and soak all that in, you know? Oh, absolutely. I remember I did a – who was it? It was gut check. Everybody, everybody made fun of gut check. It was a seminar. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. You paid X amount of dollars to be seen, um, and you know you weren't going to get you weren't getting signed by the company. It was just to be there. 
Sure. You know? And I knew what it was. You know, I had Rock and Rebel and everybody telling me exactly what it was. Like, I was. Yeah. And I'll say this the biggest name that told me it was Money Hungry Grab was Devon Dudley. He did an LCW show. We all went out to eat. And I asked him, I was like, hey, Devon, question. What's. What's your thoughts on gut check? Because you're, you know, you work. He goes, it's all about the money. There's, no one's ever going to get signed from it. He mm-hmm. goes, but don't pass it up. Go to it. Okay. All I needed to hear those words. There Still you go. go. See? Still no, go. Go get I the experience. I didn't care about that. I I luckily had someone sponsor me to go because I didn't have the money when I got accepted to take it. But, dude, I remember sitting there and, and I think it was Simon Diamond that was holding the seminar that was in charge of it. And he was like, look, the only thing I got to critique you about is you're a smaller guy and you pretty much let them beat the crap out of you. Why? It's like, cause that's the way I was trained. As I'm a small guy. My job was to make the bigger guy look make like a big, monster. Exactly. And he, right. at me, he goes, yes and no. Yes. You want them to look like a monster, but no, you also want to look like you have some sort of hope that you could win the match. I'm like, oh. sure. Absolutely, and, and the thing is, I wasn't a I wasn't a greenhorn. I was been in it for I've been in the business for like eight years at that point, but I never thought saw it that way. I was always that guy. The if I'm going to face Chio, and I was still 150 pounds soaking wet, and Chio is still this guy, I know I'm going to go out there and just take the ass beat of a lifetime. Right, you know. Right. Um, and and then and then on top of that, for like if 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 they want you to have a comeback by any chance, but you being a smaller guy, and it's going to be you're going to work off uh, your speed, your agility. You're going to let the big guy move slower when they're trying to capitalize. And, you know, it's it, and then eventually he's going to get his hands on you and, you know, do a little work. And eventually, yep. you, maybe if you're lucky, you come back with another uh, uh, a quick duck out of the way and then quick drop kick or whatever here and there. You know, you know, the whole uh, speed demon type, type, type of shit yeah. as the match goes on, which is logic. Which was me back in 2008 to 2010. Uh, I didn't know how to slow myself down in the ring until I got yelled at by multiple guys, including Sergeant Sunday Dunn. And he literally said, slow the hell down and make it look nice. Okay. Now, there you go. now, uh, Pratt, now with the, the way things are being done nowadays with uh, trainees and trainers and stuff like that, we see a wide range of hybrid different styles. When you were just breaking in uh, and you were going to Chikara, which mm-hmm. uh, Chikara pretty much welcomed all those styles into right. like one platform. Now, right. when when you were looking to go to uh, school, uh, did you have your eyes on other schools before you picked up here at Chikara? Or or was this your first one and done? Boom! I'm going here. End of story. That was well. It was. I've always known about other schools in the area. Like when I was in high school, I knew about the Monster Factory, right? I knew about that, you know. And I was like, wow, that's in Paulsboro. Like I was living at the time. I was living in. Uh, well, I might have been Pensalkin. Yeah, I was in Pensalkin at the time. And I'm like, wait, that's only a half hour away from me. Wait, what is it? What? There's a wrestling. Wait, what is this? And, um, but as I kind of like, you know, progressed on, got older and everything, I came across uh, combat zone wrestling. I was always a fan of combat zone wrestling. I was Sorry always, to hear that. uh, <laughs> I digress. Yeah. Um, 
I was always a fan of their shows. Always a fan. Like, I mean, you had, again, you know, you had such a hybrid style. There's that word again of uh, wrestlers from everywhere. And uh, we decided to uh, to join the school. It's when, you know, the CZW and Chikara school had a conjoined school at the time. Yes, um, I remember that. Right, they had a conjoined school. So, Wasn't it at um, the arena? Correct. It was at the, at the arena. Um, so, like I said, it was a conjoined school. Eventually, you know, they decided to, to split, split the schools, you know. And I just decided to stay with Chikar. Um, like we had the opportunity to go, okay, well, look, hey, you know, here's a school. Where, where do you want to go? Um, and I thought to just, just, just to stay with Chikar. I don't know. Something in my gut said to stay there. And I and here I, and there it was. <laughs> now, now I, I, I remember back then uh, you were, I'm going to say you were really a, a twig back then. <laughs> You, oh, man. you, you, as well as Ophidian, you, you were really small guys. Uh, and oh yeah, was 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 then was you guys into getting in shape, working out, like to get like how you are now, or or did it take time for you to like, damn, we actually got to put some work in. Like, do I really want to do this? Because me, when I was coming in. I'd seen the big guys hitting the gym and stuff like that. But right. when I was being trained, uh, one of the things that wasn't instilled into me, like where some trainers make their students go hit the weights and stuff and yep. go run and do that. That wasn't still that, that I, I didn't get that. It was me. It was constant in ring work. It was in ring work. Yeah. That's all I did in ring. And, and wasn't really about, you know, like I think I would, probably be in a lot better condition right now if if uh if 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 they would grab me pull, pull me to the side said look you need to do this bottom line or you're not working yeah. you know but they ended up putting me on the shows of work so it was like it was like oh i don't gotta i ain't gotta work out i'm i'm like i'm in the ring now blah 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 right but you know but we learn our lesson as we go though so sure back man, you to live you. and learn yeah, but back to you, what was what was used into uh, conditioning and stuff before? Well, yeah, because I mean, absolutely, because I played sports in high school. So in school, I was a wrestler in middle school. I was a wrestler okay. in high school. So again, you had to condition and weight train and train for your matches. So it was com- completely the same thing with this. You know, you know, you had to be in a certain com- uh, certain shape. You got to have a certain amount of conditioning. Um, to be able to even remotely run the ropes, okay, uh, take a bump, okay, um, be able to go at the time again an eight minute match. You would think, okay, eight minutes is fine, but like if you're not in shape and you're not in ring shape, that eight minutes is going to feel like an eternity. That so yeah, whereas you know yeah that you know fast burn cardio where it comes in one hundred percent exactly, and if your body's not used to that. Oh man, it's gonna hit the wall fast, yeah. and then that's when you go to the back, and then your trainer's gonna go. It's time for you to hit the gym, right? You yeah. know, I think we might you need to bust up right, the right. cardio, bust up the condition. Right now, right now, unfortunately, I'm at that crossroads. Uh, I have injuries. Uh, I have back problems and stuff like that. But you know, uh, at, at at 45, I still have that itch. Sure, so it's like it's like like. I'm a lazy ass where I see my recliner. I'm thinking heaven. 
and and, <laughs> and uh but i'm at work though and i and i'm on my feet and i'm up and down steps this that whatever and you know i, I could feel it in my lower back and something's telling me yo go back to the gym get the cardio but then it's the motivation though of sometimes you like to have someone there to help push you just as much you know Absolutely. so so it's kind of hard to find the motivation and 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 being older now trying to find the time because you know i got the kids i got the grandkids i got other stuff going on too as well which sure. which you know what i feel like i need for me to uh how was it like uh uh with rocky and paulie where does they you know the stuff in the basement you got yeah you know, and i was gonna you know, say big dude I'm like, i gotta get home. it out I, I i gotta get it out i gotta get it yeah. out feel, yeah so i feel like I might have to like, you know, eventually maybe stop doing rentals of the sound rental and stuff and this and that start hitting the gym again, maybe get some new gear and make one more run before I turn 50 because I, I cause I'm, I'm, I'm only like five years away, you know, before I hit 50 and, you know, I'm like, I at least want to, you know, have some solid matches with some great guys before i say okay i'm done guys that's it end of story yeah. you know like my time like i know i'm not gonna go nowhere but if i can stick around and help somebody else though too get like for instance one guy who, who, who who's been around who's helping everybody king kalua he's the man he <laughs> is the man yes we're the god yes he is you know he's a great guy uh, filled with knowledge. Um, I mean, like, even when, like, I listen when he speaks. Um, because, again, like, it's like we were saying at the top, you know, at the top of the interview, again, you always can pick certain things from certain people and just get different perspectives. And I've gotten a lot of perspective from him just watching his matches, just watching how he puts them together. And then it just asking him, okay, hey, you know, I saw you did this, 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 and this. Okay. Why'd you pick that there? And then I'm just, okay, where's my notebook? Here's my pen. I'm jotting yep. down notes. So and now, just, okay, And cool. you're just having a general conversation. General and conversation. Learn, and you're learning at the same time. 100%, you know, like I'm, you know, and then again, the same thing too. And then it's just like, hey, by the way, would you mind watching my match? Yep. Okay, cool. And then, okay, he's going to come to me and he's just going to be like, okay, hey, you know, this is what I think, you know, this is, again, the compliment sandwich, if you will. Hey, this is what I think you did great on, right? This here can use a little work. I don't know what you were trying to get to, you know, here with this, but, you know, we might need to tweak that up a bit, but everything else ended up being good. You know yeah. what I mean? And then some it just make it the, in. No, I was going to say, some of the best things that, that can come out in a match is the really tiny, small things that you don't even think of. No, yep. exactly. Those like, are my favorites. It could be a stare. It could be the way you position your body, your motion. Mm -hmm. It could be anything. It could be the mm -hmm. you know, okay when you're climbing up, go up like this and not like that, or, or it's just random, different, small things. Just little nuances. Set, it's always could, those yeah, little nuances. Look, yeah, just, always. That, that literally just happened to me this weekend at ACPW. Uh, Missy Sampson was there. Um, yeah, she brought nice. one, of, one of the girls from the Monster Factory, which I love, mm -hmm. Missy. Love her. She's a sweetheart, but she's also knowledgeable as shit. Very, um, very much. People might not agree with that, but um, I'm pretty sure Danny Cage, Ricky Reyes, Blue Meaning, all of us can disagree with them and they can go to hell. Missy Sampson is a, a psychopedia of wrestling. Um, <coughs> we're understanding this business. Now, 
me and my me and my opponent, you know, the ring had some issues during the day. So I kept it a safe, simple match. I was told to keep it simple. I kept it simple as, as shit. Didn't do anything. We got done the match. And I knew it wasn't a good match. I get out to the locker room and I get told, hey, you're needed outside by Gemini and Missy Sampson. It's never good when you get called out of the locker room, not even five minutes after your match, to go talk to, talk to them. And I was expecting it. So... Uh, I go out back and I look at Gemini. I looked at her. I go, I already know the match wasn't good, but I want to know what I did wrong. So they, they broke it down. And I'm, I'm a man of my word. I go, you know, they're like, they're looking at me like stuff. And I'm like, look, I, I booked this match. I booked it the wrong way. I hear what you're saying, but I booked it. I'm the one that called what we were going to do. I'm taking full blame, full responsibility. That's on me. I'm the vet. Now I go home and I watch it. And well, well, I tell you, they were on point 100, 100% yes. Nah. Like, it was a good match. Like, it on paper and the mood, everything that we did flowed. But the crowd didn't really care too much. And that's, that's what killed it. That's it. And that's, the, that's again, uh, you know, what I always explain down to the kids down at Skid Row. Uh, a crowd reaction is so much better than your moves. Oh, God, yeah. Genuine crowd reaction. And again, I use this analogy all the time. Why do we go see Marvel movies? We know there's going to be dope fight scenes. We know they're going to be awesome. We know we're going to see high-octane action, but that's not why we are paying our hard-earned money. We want to care about the story. We want to care about the genuine reaction. We want, we know, we want to have that genuine stand-in reaction or ovation at the end of the movie because we enjoyed it. You right. know where I see the biggest pops at though in those kind of movies is during the Easter eggs. They come yeah, out yes. of nowhere that and they go or, crazy. That yeah. or you wait five minutes after credits and you get your well, yeah. you get that big Easter you get, egg. And well, it's you get two. The, you get two the, of them. It's not the Easter eggs during the movie. Yeah, it's, it's the, the ones like after. Mob, it's like the grand finale of fireworks. You know it's over, but you're you're still sitting because something's and, and gonna exactly, happen. Exactly, and I'm glad you're saying that. And the best thing about that is. Right. What makes that even sweeter is you wait for it. Yeah. You're waiting for it. And even though we all know that's the that's the Marvel gimmick. You it, wait five, ten minutes at the end, you're gonna get something good, right? And yeah. we all know that this is gonna happen, right? We all know that we're gonna get introduced to something good, but every single time we walk out of that movie theater and go, Damn, I can't wait for the next one. Yeah. <laughs> that's how and I always say that's the that's the reaction. Your yep. fans should have leaving Every your time. show. Like, man, I gotta hell. get to the next one. Like, that, I gotta that, get to the next one. Yeah, like, I gotta get to problem. like, yeah, I gotta get to the next one. And I'm that blown problem. away that I'm gonna spend my hard on money on the sequel. And that's the problem with a lot of promotions nowadays. They don't book their matches and give them an an idea of, hey, this is what I want. I'm looking for out of your match, and here's how I want. This is what I want in some of your match. They just go, hey, you're working him. You're gonna work her. They don't build up to that climax. Like, that's what like, it's just. I'm gonna just say this throw way. it in and see what sticks. When we did DefCon tapings at the dungeon for, with Mark Messina for my promotion, the very first episode, I had shit typed up and printed out weeks in advance. Like, and I had to send it to Troy Mess and Mark Mess because they were also helping me, and they loved it. They were like, you know what, everything in that works. This is great. Day of the show, we had to change half the card because some of the guys no called no showed it. 
for a taping. I'm like, all right, cool. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. But we didn't change what we needed out of the match. We just changed the person out of the match. That was about mm-hmm. it. You know, mm-hmm. and, you know, Outbreak does it. You know, Ryan Vox, you know, at Outbreak, these guys freaking, Ryan puts a lot of work into that show. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to give Ryan the, you know, the hat, the tip my hat to him. You know, all those guys collectively, collectively in Outbreak, Mark and Ryan, uh, Antonio, I could name everybody almost if I wanted to, but I know the one guy doesn't even like talking on the camera. So if I mention his name, he might actually punch me. Jerry Strunk. You know what? You get punched for it. Okay. That's on you. I'm going to see him Saturday. I don't want to get hit. I'm and I love Jared. Too. I, well, Dan, now I got to see you too. Shit. So. But, you know, that's the that's the thing. We were all trained by, I was trained by Mark Mess and Troy Mess. You know, I was trained that way. So I know what I need to do and how to run a show. But I hate when I do a show, when I run a, when I have a match and I book myself and I book my match wrong. Because it eats me up inside. Because I'm like, God damn it. Why did I think that was going to be a good idea? And I and I talked to Missy privately about it. I go, the only reason I kept it that way is the ring was broken. It's like it had a broken well. So right. what are me what, right. are, what are we and me and this big guy gonna do? Right. The biggest yeah, move the I did like the biggest move I did was a top rope elbow drop. That right. looked amazing. And they popped for it. But there was not like they were like she was like, You could have did like a brawl and fall. I go but I did that last month. I'm not, I did a hardcore match. It was a brawl. So I'm not going to, I didn't want to do it again, but she, she pitched it a different way to where I could have did it. And I, and that's what I love about her. She didn't tell me what I did. Right. I'd never want to know what I did right in the match. I wouldn't know what I did wrong in my match. Sure. 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 What am, how am I going to get better at what I'm doing? Right. I'm going to get better at what we're doing. And that's what, you know, train, 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 and train. Train, train, Exactly. Yeah. You know, and uh, the next speaking question. of, I was gonna say speaking no, of training, because uh, when 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 you trained down at the at the at the wrestle factory, you were under the toolage of uh, Mike Quackenbush, mm-hmm. Chris Hero, mm-hmm. and was that it, or was there any other well, training? Well, well, at the time, yeah, it was those two. Uh, then Claudio um ended up you know kind of stepping into a um uh trainer role too. So I got a little bit of uh Claudio's uh training before he went off to bigger greener pastures. Uh, so. and and what was the uh atmosphere like during these training ses- sessions with these individuals? It was it was you know what it was very very like bring your best every time and we're gonna bring the best out of you. Um it was tough. I remember my first day of training, I puked. I threw up. I threw, I literally, we were running drills back and forth, back and forth, just running and running and running. And, you know, you get the sweat pouring and then your eyes start to glaze over. And all of a sudden I see my, my partner, but all of a sudden I don't see my partner because my vision's getting blurry. And then I just stopped and went, <laughs> I just went, yep, rolled out the ring. And at the time too, and it was funny because it was like it was almost embarrassing because you know the arena's got that acoustic when it's yep. empty. So yeah. I'm pretty sure all my trainees heard me puking in the bathroom. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they were just like, well, you know, he's not coming back. You know, usually you puke, you walk, grab your bag, you walk out. But I was just like, nah, all right, I got it out of my system. Let's yep. let's let's get back to work. 
So and, I guess I'm not um, the only one that's thrown up in that arena then. From a, from a <laughs> oh man, no, no, a lot of people have thrown up in that arena. Um, I have training. A, uh, I, I tried out for PWU when they did training at that school at that building, and my tryout, yeah. I was so blown in three minutes of just doing simple shit. I walked yeah. out back, I threw up, I came back in, they go. <laughs> Yeah, all right. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what I have left in me, but I'm gonna try. They were like, oh no, you're done. Like, <laughs> they, like, like, you no. were, they were like, you impressed us in the three minutes you were in the ring, but your right. body's already shut on you. He yeah, goes, this you is different. Wall. You haven't been here. You haven't even. This is your trial. If we want to bring, if you would want to come to our school, this isn't one of yeah. those like you've been wrestling for training for six months. This was an audition to come on the show where. Your body's used to that. This is day one yeah. of learning what a bump yeah. feels like. And I was like, well, it's not the first time I bumped, but okay. Right, right. Like, you know, but no, it, I love having that story. You know, you you you, you were saying about, uh, you know, you couldn't see your partner. Now, um, at the time, you were a Mossus teaming with <laughs> Ophidian as the, the, the Osirian portal. Yes. Now, at the time, during your training, did you guys already decide, hey, hands down, we're going to be uh, partners? You know, you guys, you know, no. or was that was like, okay, we're going to get you and you. We like you two guys. We're going to put you guys together. That's literally how it happened. Yeah. That's literally how it happened. Uh, they put us together. Um, they put the act together. Uh, they gave me, you know, my and character. The, and and the thing is, your characters went viral. Big yes. time. Like, yeah. Like, with the one... The one the one the you dead. had, everyone... The dead. Uh, That's my question. There it is. You brought it uh, up. Go ahead. How amazing was that dance routine that y'all pulled off? And the biggest dude in the locker rooms comes out, Greg Excellence, stripping butt-ass naked. We had no idea he was going to do that, <laughs> and it was amazing. And that's what made it awesome. And so it was funny. So, like, a lot of people will ask me, like, how did we come up with it? Like, what do we, so we were like, okay, you know, we had this match. I believe it was the semifinals of the CCW tag team championship. They were vacated at the time. And uh, it was us as the, as the senior portal against the runaways of Joe Gacy and Ryan Slater. And we we're thinking like, okay, cool. What can we, again, we had a pretty good showing out here. Okay. In this match. Okay. This is the semifinals. What can we do? to really wow the CZW crowd because it's like they're one of the toughest crowds to get over. Yes. Completely. You know, at you know at the time at that time, you know, at that early, like, early, late 90s, early 2000s going, they were the tough. It was like going to the Primus in ancient Greece and if they gave you the thumbs down, that that's it. You know, you're 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 done. And uh we just decided to like, yo, let's 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 really bring our characters out. Like we were a little nervous about that at first because it was like, will they get it? Will they understand it? Like, you know, this isn't a happy go lucky fun, you know, uh, goofy character promotion. This is blood guts violence. Like, will they understand it? And we were just like, no, forget it. Let's just do it. Let's just run with it. And the more we talked about it, the more ridiculous it got. And we just, again, it was one of those things, you know, you just, threw whatever at the wall and see what stuck. And what you guys saw literally was just, most of that was put together that day. You know what I mean? And like I said, and then Greg was like, yo, you guys need a body? He was like, dude, yes, you, 
Come, yes, come, come, come here. Yes, and then, like I said, you know, he's he's in his Superman skivvies, just you know, <laughs> you know, air humping the air around the arena. And I'm just like, that's uh, that's Greg, excellent. That was glory. And I don't know if you've dramatic. seen Greg. Not not nowadays. I seen a, a recent body shot he put online. He's looking really yep. good. He's lost yes. a lot, a of lot weight. of weight. Uh, I have seen him, and uh, I mean, really big ups to him. You can definitely tell, like you know, again, he changed his lifestyle around. You know, he was just like, hey, you know, this is this is for me. I need something to do. This. I need to do this for me. I need to do this for my family. Yep. You know, I need to stick around for my family. So, uh, yeah, I commend him. I, I haven't seen him in years. You know, um, but yeah, no, he definitely does look great. Definitely yeah, looks good. It's, it's it's funny when 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 we come across people online. Uh, especially workers that we haven't seen in years, how much they changed over the years, like yeah. whether for the best or for the worst, it's just like, wow, you're still alive. That, that kind of thing. <laughs> no, just because we haven't seen you in so long. Or for sure. You. Exactly. And that's the first thing you think about. Cause it's like, damn, I haven't heard, I haven't seen you or heard from you and God knows how long, like, you know, we always end mm-hmm. to think the worst, like, man, like, you know, whatever happened to so-and-so mm-hmm. like, yeah. it's I like, love it. It, it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's like me and you by chance. Like um, the first time we, Met face to face was at mm-hmm. DTW. Prior DTW, to the, yes. Prior to that, uh, I I knew who uh, who you were. I knew who the portal was and stuff like that. Because uh, in the past, I actually took my kids to Chikara shows when they were in Reading. Because mm-hmm. I live because I live in Reading, so I, I took That's them right, there yes. and and you know I, and I just chilled out because I wanted my kids to at least have fun and enjoy the you know the costumes, the masks. And the yeah. ha ha, you know, it was a yeah. great show for kids. So that's yeah. the only reason why I went. Sure. Um, and like, like I said, I don't know if you ever heard of me at the time, but your reaction when you came in a locker room, it's like, it was like, it was like almost like, like, yeah, I know you are. Like, hey, buddy. Like, like, yeah. Like, yeah. And, and, and I'm thinking to myself, I know who you are. I'm like, but you're acting like you know who I am. And yeah. I, yeah. I'm like, but I don't give off that vibe. I don't at that time. I wasn't giving off that vibe to because that was like how many years ago, though. But now I have some time in the business. Now people know me from doing other things in the business besides teaming with Jojo, because that's that's what yeah. a, a lot of people people remember was Dark Carnival, me and Jojo. Dark Carnival. Yeah. Which prior yeah. to that, before I hooked up with Jojo, it was actually Joker and Jojo as Dark Carnival. And I believe G's yes. um, at the time, Sabian, I believe he was a member of the Dark Carnival as well with them. Right. Yeah. So so it was them first. Uh, this is from what I got from the story. I got. I, I haven't heard it from G's uh, yet, but we'll have him on in the new season on the first show. And I'll, I'll get the story from him. Uh, but yeah, apparently him and Joker want to go to CZW. Jojo didn't. And you know, and me and JoJo met up at a uh, SWO show one time. Then we worked for Triple WA for a little bit. And he's like, you know, what the hell? Let's just team up together. You know, we're about the same size. We, you know, it, it, we can make it work. And we did. And we had a good uh, five, six year run. Absolutely. It was yeah, a good five, yeah. six years. We 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 had some decent matches. Uh, a, a couple names here and there. But yeah, as soon as I, I I met you, I was like, yeah, I I know these guys. I'm like 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 me. I, I was popping for you and and uh your partner back then. I'm like, oh look, yeah. these guys work at DTW. I'm like, oh shit, okay, yeah, right. and, yeah. And then, uh, I I think I have like 
two videos up online of DTW with you guys in maybe. Probably I, I would have to find them and, and spice okay. it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if 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 you have not seen the video, uh, I believe I have them. So we have a question. Okay. By the way, we have a question. It's from chat. one of our other analysts, the better okay. Bernard, Mikey Bernard. There we go. Um he wants to know what inspired you to become a professional wrestler. So with that, like, I mean, with, with being a, becoming a professional wrestler, I was a fan. I was always a fan. I was a fan of that. So, and I started again, going back around to, uh, CCW, going to their shows, um, starting to go to their shows. And I was a big, big, uh, blackout fan. Yes. Huge blackout fan. Ruckus, Sabian, Joker, Kingston, like those were my guys. I would go to the shows and drop hundreds of dollars on Blackout Burks because I was that much of a fan. And it was more so watching, it was more watching those guys because again, a lot of them at the time, even Joker, they were like my, they were like my height, my size. And I'm like, wow, like, okay. Again, it was starting to get to the point where it's like that mantra of you got to be six foot plus. You know, 220, solid muscle, whatever the case may be. And like these guys like look like me. They're jacked up, they're ripped, and they're athletic. And I'm like, wow, you know, if these guys can do it, you know, maybe I can give it a shot. And uh I believe it was av- I think it was like the last show that I went to. Um, it was one CZW show, and then it was like two years later I started training. So yeah, it was actually just going to go into live shows and just really wanting to be a part of that. Um, it was always something that I wanted to do as a kid. Like, you know, they always ask you, what do you want to be when you grow up in preschool? You know, a firefighter, a police officer, a doctor. I want to be a professional wrestler, you know. Um, but just actually being in front of a live in a live crowd and actually seeing a live event, um and seeing a live event, it was really cool to just be like, yo, hey. I really want to get, uh, I want to get, a, I want to become a part of this. I want to do this, you know. Yep. That's what it yeah. did for me. Like I, I look when I was in school, I was, I was like, I wanted to be a football player, baseball player, because like my dad always took me to the vet to watch baseball games. Like I yeah. mean, there was days he would, I would get, a, I would get my class, my teacher would be like, hey Dennis, um, your dad's here for you for a doctor's appointment. Like what? Didn't know I had a doctor's appointment. All right, I guess. <laughs> This is news to me. I get in the car. He'd drive off the school property. He'd be like, hey, the Philly stuff's in the back. We're going to do a baseball game. What? You took me out of school for baseball? Yeah. Now that's, that's, now that's, that's what's up. Like, when I say I probably missed from elementary to middle school before mm. moving to Florida, I probably missed over 100 days without between the eight years of school for baseball games for the day. Just because my dad's yeah. like, hey, we're going to go to a baseball game. Like, he'd wait in the mornings, too. He'd be like, hey, you want to go to the Phillies game today at, like, 1? Yeah. All right, look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, like, I don't want to – who wants to stay in school? I don't want to be in school. Yeah, absolutely. He's like, go to school, and around 11 o'clock, say you don't feel good, and go to the, the that nurse. I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah. It never – like, they never caught on, and if they did, they never – they weren't very – they should have just came out and said it. But right, exactly. I, that's why I always wanted to be a baseball player because I went to so many baseball games. In my mind, I'm like, yeah. what would be cooler than to play bro baseball and be like, it's because my dad kept taking me out of school for baseball. That was it. Yeah, and then that was it. 
in I want to say sixth grade, I got a concussion from doing mat wrestling, and they had an they had a indie show at the at the school at Columbia Middle School, and my dad knew a gentleman that was friend with friends with the uh, the Patriot. Uh, we'll keep his shoot name off the book, but uh, the Patriot at the moment, and uh, I got to see wrestling for the first time, the second time, the first time. I got to see Ric Flair wrestle when WWE WWF at the time was still allowing his guys to wrestle indie shows. Um, yeah. But I didn't get hooked yeah. at that point. I wasn't hooked yet. But it was when I got to see it in person again the second time, and they were like, hey, do the fans want to come in the ring? And I actually got in the ring. And it was like that very moment was I was like, that was it. Dope. This, is, this is pretty cool. I went to a bunch of WWE shows. I was like, all right, this is this is nifty. What yeah. won me over and sealed the deal was WrestleMania 18. Rock Hogan. That entire yep. WrestleMania was the end of it yeah. all. Because I was like, yeah, nah, I want I want I want that moment. I want to yeah. hear ninety thousand people chant Dennis Reaper or whatever the name I'd ever have, and that you know I'm an asshole or whatever. I didn't care. I just want to hear it chanted. You know, yeah. so then I got in the indies. Like I, I trained, I started training in Orlando uh, with a guy named Rock and Roll Rouge when TNA was in Orlando, and I was doing street team shit with TNA. Um, unfortunately, the school closed, and within the first month of training, so like then I moved back up here. But no, that I love that was a good question, Mikey, because no one's real. I haven't really, no one really ever asked that question. Usually, it's like, what wrestler inspired you to wrestle? Yeah. Exactly. It's like never what exactly? What yeah. You to become a wrestler. Right. That like No, exactly. Yeah. 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 Now, no, absolutely. Now, but before uh we mentioned about you working for Chikara, working mm-hmm. for Combat Zone. Mm-hmm. Currently you're on uh what, let me see, uh Skid Row, uh well well Super mm-hmm. Crazy, Super Crazy mm-hmm. Pro Wrestling, uh PPW, uh mm-hmm. not too long ago, uh Impact. Yes, but sir. uh we didn't touch on the fact that you work for some bigger companies such as Ring of Honor, yes, Evolve, yes, Dragon sir. Gate USA, Zero yeah. One Japan. Now, <laughs> now what was it like uh traveling abroad to another country for places like uh for z- zero one and you know i know it's a, a big culture shock being young at yeah. age you know yeah. and then you're obviously getting in a way bigger ring and 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 the training and the trainees over there uh their their training is a lot tougher than what we do here Listen, so before exactly you the, <laughs> before you got in the ring over there they put you through the workouts did they actually you know what so no that we didn't like now they did. They didn't give us like the the dojo workouts, like you know the like you know the five hundred Hindu squats, you know the yeah, the uh, yeah. like the Takayama treatment. They we did. They, they mm-hmm. didn't get. We didn't get that. Um, they did, however, want us to work out. Uh, so like there was a gym uh, called Midbreath over there. A lot of the Dragon Gate guys work out there. Um. So like uh, Midbreath is a chain uh, is a chain gym throughout Japan that all pro wrestlers can work out for free there. Oh wow! So yeah, so we get there on a Sunday, 
Yeah, no, yeah, it was Sunday. We flew out because we had a show in Baltimore, flew out to Japan uh, Sunday our time, but got there Monday their time, okay? So we got there, like, Monday, 5.30, and it was weird, man, like, how, like, connected, like, they are with everything. So, like, we get in our hotel room, so, they like, they had the young boy meet, meet us at the hotel, at the airport, we go ahead, we travel out, we get in our hotel, and the guy's like, all right, you know, hey, I'll, I'll check you guys later. Cool, no problem. Soon as we get in our room, like literally slide the room, slide the room key in, and we're putting our bags down, our hotel phone is ringing. And we're like, who the heck? Like, who the heck is calling that? Wait, why? Like, what's going on? It was the office at telling us the zero one office, like, hey, you know. Training is, uh, you know, Wednesday morning. Uh, we're we're gonna be down, meet down in the lobby at eight o'clock. Don't be late. And I was like, okay, cool. And I was just like, yo, how they know we was in our hotel room all the, already though? <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's what I'm tripping on. They like, got cameras watching you. And I was like, soon, like I kid you not, like as soon as we like literally put our bags down, our phone is ringing. And then like you know, then after that, we get a phone call from uh from Daisuke Sekimoto. They're like, oh, you guys are here. Hey, we want to take you out. And I'm like, yo, how does everybody know we're at this specific hotel, this room? Like, is this like, is this like common knowledge for everybody? Um, it, it was probably the hotel. And, and it's right. funny. It, it's funny because I love hearing stories from Americans who go over there and travel abroad, abroad and they tell us their experiences. And this is great by far right now, just, just from the opening beginning of them calling you. <laughs> right there, like I'm like, wow, you guys are on point. Like y'all, y'all spying on us to making sure we get here, like or whatever. Like, but it, it it was it was a lot of fun. Um, so the one thing that we uh that we did was uh, so it was the excuse me, I said it was a Wednesday. It was a Tuesday. We had to meet up with them. Wednesday was the show down in Karkin. So Tuesday we had to get there, get ready to go. So we go ahead. They're like, okay, go work out at the gym for an hour. Then we go to the dojo. Uh, so what they were explaining to us that over here, you know, we call our matches backstage, right? Okay, you know, when Peter's together, blah, 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 we're going to work together. So, but over there, they don't do that because they have TV cameras all around. Mm-hmm. So, like, usually, again, yeah, you know, we all watch, like, watch, like, after New Japan or even Dragon Gate. After the match, they go down the steps, they sit down in front of the big, you know, drop screen, cut the promo, and keep it moving, right? That's literally what they had. So they were like, yeah, we don't call the matches there. So, you know, we had to literally piece the match together in the dojo. Now, the funny thing about it was the one kid who... The one kid who were working wasn't present at the dojo, so it was Ophidian and myself, and uh, it was Menonori Sawa and one of their young boys uh, who just recently kind of like got out of his black trunk, black boots phase. Like you can dye your hair, you can you can have a look now. You've earned your bones. Now you yeah. can have a character. You can have a you can have a personality, identity. Because now 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 is that tradition? Like, see, that's something I did not pick, 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 pick up on for the young boys. Is it? They always have to keep the plain look, black tights. Black, black t- uh, yeah, black tights, black boots. And if you ever look at a lot of the times in their matches over at, over in Japan, is uh, you only really get the young boy only really gets three moves. Okay. Three of your best moves. 
Like, so it wasn't like nowadays, you know, you wrestle a young guy, you know, he's got a million one spots that he wants to call. Yeah. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Oh, man, she's like, hold on, wait a second. Which, which, which right there I like because I missed the here, I missed the days of the jobbers. Mm-hmm. That's what we need the days of the jobbers because you got too many greenhorns coming out of school, out of schools and taking their superstars right away. You know, well, yeah, yeah, you know, and I mean, and that's honestly how. That's actually how um, a lot of our matches, first time matches in Chikara was. They didn't allow us to do multiple moves. It was literally pick three of your best moves, okay? Like that you do perfect every single time. We're live, pal. Three moves, bop it, bop it, bop that you can hit. Those are the only three moves, and you can pick your spots. And like, so a couple of times too, again, you know, you're married off to your trainer. Right. So, you know, when you wrestle, you know, you make your first matches. So it was always, you know, Mike piecing together. Okay, cool. Masters, you're going to hit this move here. Okay. Then we're going to do this. Like they're literally giving me my cues and it's my job to shut up and listen and, you know, and do that. So, but yeah, but like I said, so over in Japan, they, you know, they have to do, you know, their young boy face. So they, they kind of basically earn their bones. So like I said, the young, the kid wasn't there, but somehow, some way he knew the match, like front to back. It was again, how connected they are over there. Like did somebody email him the match? Like, yo, this is what we call, this is what we're doing. So Affinity and I are calling the match to each other in the back. Like we find like a little corner. And we're in Kirk and Hall, by the way, like in you know, which is oh, the mecca. Man, that, that I was gonna say just now, as soon as you said that, like yo, the mecca. It's it was it's Kirk- MSG over there. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like exactly, and you know, so which was really cool too. So you go in there and you go up the little stairwell. You see all of the like wrestlers who work in Kirkin sign their name on the wall. Wow. So you said we saw like Alex Shelley, Chris Saban. We seen like. All these guys, and we're like, yo, you got, you got a marker, you got a marker. Yeah, we're putting our name up there. So yep. we put our name up there too. We had to, we got to put our name up there. We saw like Claudio's name up there, Sarah's name up there it was awesome. <sighs> and uh, so again, we go ahead, we piece the match together, we're piecing the match together, and uh, we go on, we're going on after intermission. So I'm like, all right, man, we're ready, we got this. Uh, first match, first match, Kirk and Hall. We're the guys you coming over. It's our first time over in Japan. We got to wow these guys. Otherwise, they're going to be like, yeah, you know, the portal sucks. We're going to see you on the first play pack and never bring you guys back again. So music hits. I'm like, we're ready, man. You know, I say my pre-match prayer. I'm ready to go. We walk out there and you just see the seats of just people. Every seat was filled <laughs> in Kirk and Hall. And Ophidian's getting ready to go make his entrance. And as he's like, you know, pumping himself up, I'm tapping him on the leg. I'm tapping him on the leg. He doesn't feel me tapping him on the leg. And he goes to go to the uh, to the ring. I frantically, frantically grab him by the shoulder and I pull him. He's like, yo, what's up? And I go, I forgot everything. <laughs> like literally oh, I at the entrance way I grab him by the shoulder and go I forgot everything like the whole match blank like I had it go to the curtain in Kirken Hall like it was like somebody took a dry eraser on a race board and just did this in my brain <laughs> and I was literally was just like yo I literally just forgot this match 
And he's just like, no, nah, you're just nervous. You're just nervous. Calm down. Relax, relax. Like, just, just breathe. Just cool. And I'm like, all right, cool. So he got to start the match off. And just watching him, because, again, we, 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 we redid this, redid this, redid this, redid this, redid this in the dojo. And I'm watching him. He's going through. I'm like, okay, cool. All right, so he's going to do this spot. Okay, boom, 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 boom. Okay, cool. All right, I got this. All right, cool. We're back. We're back. We're back on track. But, like, it, that was, like, one of the scariest moments of my professional wrestling career. Like, debuting at Kirken Hall for, you know, over in Japan, 0-1. They invited us over. We better not make asses of ourselves. And I literally, like I said, forget the entire match. Now, now, <laughs> now for that moment in time uh being there uh how many times have you performed in 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 corrigan hall that was my one and only one and only only. Mm -hmm. so so would you put this on as like okay not being making it to wwe or whatever would this be your wrestlemania moment absolutely um especially because of Again, coming into the business at the time I did, you know, I started training around the like 2005, 2006 uh, area. And whereas like, you know, we're Japanese wrestling is just still a buzz over here. It's still popping. And so, again, which was great, you know, we had guys like Kingston in the locker room who is a Japanese wrestling connoisseur. Yeah, like that yeah. dude can he, just talk. He Japanese absorbs it. Yeah absorbs it like he can just talk Japanese wrestling like it's nothing um and I remember just like one road trip I was on it was Ophidian and myself Hero and and uh and King and you know it was late night and we just got on the subject of talking Japanese wrestling and I I didn't know what it was like I mean like I knew I knew Ultimo Dragon was I knew who Jushin Liger was because of WCW but I didn't know what New Japan was I didn't know what Dragon Game was I didn't know what All Japan was until so he was just like, okay, watch this. Okay, no. He gave me a bunch of stuff to YouTube. And when I went home and I'm watching it, I was just absorbing it. Like, you know, I'm watching, you know, again, you know, watching Muda over in Japan. Like, I watched him in WCW, but I was like, wow, why does this Muda seem so different than the Muda that I've seen in WCW? Like, you know, you know what's the funny, aura though? is there. Uh-huh. You, you know what's funny, though? When you go watch uh, old Japanese matches <laughs> – and you watch, uh, if depending on who this person's uh, opponent is, if you watch a Hulk Hogan match, he can actually fucking work. Yo, I'm like, man, like, oh, over listen. there, he actually work. I'm man, like, listen, yes, yes. I even I remember the first time I, I I came across that clip. It was just like him just doing a quick high spot, a little quick high spot, and uh, and I just went. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, like, what the fuck is it? What? (laughs) Hold on. Huh? That's, wow, yeah. And, you know, and it's, again, night and day, like, over there. And, again, whereas I explain to people, whereas, you know, over there, it's a sport. So you got to, you got to move. You got to, you know. Yeah. You got to bring it over there. And that's the thing, because those, they, they will bring it over there. They will bring it to you. Like, and that was the one thing, too. I remember uh, Sarah telling us uh, about when we were going over there. She was like, you know, one of the things that she's like, you guys are very nice, like over here, respectful. She's like, but don't let them, she's like, don't let them take advantage of you. 
And we're like, well, what, what do you mean? Like, don't don't let them take advantage. Like, what's that? What, what, what do you mean by that? And she's just like, well, like they're gonna test you. And again, we're like, okay, you're speaking in code here. What do you mean by test us? She's like, so basically, essentially, it's like she said that some pe- some of the wrestlers over there do get hot when the guys can come over. You know, so it's yeah, one of those things. Yeah. Yeah, so and, and, and again, because, that's essentially because, what Gaijin means, foreigner. Be, yeah, it, because it, back then, because back then, Gaijin is actually, uh, e- even currently to this day, it is a uh, let's say a, a derogatory, derogatory term. Involved. It is. It's a derogatory yeah. term. Yeah. Yes, but it, us it, in right, wrestling, exactly. yeah. but us in wrestling, we take it as yeah, we're the Gaijin. Yeah, you know, we embraced it. It's like dropping exactly. the n. It's like dropping the n word. Brothers, brothers embrace it. Brothers embrace it, and they put the guh and not the girl on the end. Exactly, like I said, yeah, term yeah, of, it so, became a term of endearment, right? Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's like we own that. Exactly, and uh, so and like luckily, like thankfully, like that didn't happen in the match. Like they didn't try to like muscle up on us or anything like that. Um. But, like, I knew, like, I feel like in the beginning of that match in Kirk and, like, there was, like, a little bit of a test in there because um, I got in with the young guy, with the guy, by, like I said, Menonori Sawa. Like, you know, he was battle arts and, you know, so he's a, he's a shoot fighter. Like, with that battle arts, if anybody's ever watched battle arts, it's shoot wrestling. Like, it's, you know, it's that hybrid style, if you will, you know, pancreas style. I have yet to get a ch- chance but i'm now i'm gonna look, look it up so it is awesome it. it's some of the most hard-hitting wrestling out it's great stuff so like i said he was like the the guy uh for battle arts and so you know i was the bigger one of the tag team so he was like you know what you're a striker we'll put you with the striker and i'm like okay cool no problem and again he's got hands i'm not gonna lie like he's got my man's got some hands and we're going at it we're you know we're we're, we're you know squaring up and he open palm slaps me in the face. Like, open palm. And I took a step back, and I look at Ophidian, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, the CMD's coming out now. And it's just like, hold up. Did, did this just really, and I'm thinking, and again, it's funny, when that happened, I'm thinking of what Sarah said. You better fight back. Because if not, you're going to have a long night. You're going to have a long night. This dude is going to have his way with you and not in a good way. You're going to have a long night. So, you know, cool. I literally walk up to him and I give it back to him. And he takes a step back and I see him kind of do one of these and go, okay. And we like, work. Okay, I, I got, yeah, I was going to say, I got you. I got, you like, got we me. work. You, ain't, he, he, you, ain't, no, you ain't no punk. You're right, exactly. He ain't no punk. So let's do right, business. Cool. <laughs> right, we just do me exactly. Like, all right, cool. I can't, I can't mess with you. You know, because I was just like, man. And like I said, when when that happened, I was just thinking, like, wait, okay, is this the task that she was talking about? Like, you know what I mean? Like, but like I said, it wasn't, and it wasn't like disrespectful. It was more challenging. Like, you know, you're you're, you're a Kirk, and like I've been here. You just yeah. got here, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is your debut in Kirkland Hall. Like, I've, I've, you know, I've been making marquee matches here, you know. So yeah. I felt like it was more like a state your business here, youngster. Like, what you got, uh, you know, you know, type gotcha. thing. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, 
one question I, I got to ask. I have to ask this. Do you have a Ribera jacket? <laughs> I do not have a Ribera jacket. I always was... wanted one, dude, but I never went to Japan. You it go to was... Japan and you don't got one. Yo, that was my biggest. See, and again, too. So, again, that was still new to me, too. The Ribera jacket, the origin of the Ribera jacket, the tradition of what the Ribera jacket is. Like, you know, so I'm like, so I actually remember, like, I knew what Ribera was. Like, you always seen, you know, you always seen, you know, again, Legion of Doom, all those guys over there in the Zubaz, you know, at Ribera, you know, so like, we knew what it was. We just never. On our tour with 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 zero one, we just never made it out there to uh, to go. Um, yeah. And I'm still kicking myself in the rear run to this day that I do not have a Ribera jacket. Now, so, now, if you're lucky, G's might pull his out and let you try it on. You know, let me, you know just, what I would just, like just that saying. because like let me feel, let me be a part of the club. Let me see what this power feels like because honestly, like man. I saw people, I think I saw like one jacket being sold on eBay, but I don't know if it was legit or if it was just like a, a, a bootleg copy or whatever or whatever. But um, do you see yourself going back sometime? I would love to. Um, I would definitely love to. Um that's one of my one of my goals is to actually get back over to Japan and 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 do work um, yep. and really just get out there and just just give it my all. Um, again, it's just like you had I had that little taste. What that was that was maybe two thousand nine when we went. Oh, that was yeah. I was I was a while ago. <laughs> that was yeah, I was one year in at that moment. See what I mean? See what I'm, I you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like two thousand nine, two thousand. 2009-2010 when we mm-hmm. uh, when we went over there. Um, well, yeah, it's long past due for me to get back over there. No, like, no, it was, no, I just had like, it. That, that's one of my goals as well. Like my So I have three goals on my list of wrestling, and it has nothing to do with the machine at all. People think it's funny that I say it that way. Sure. One is, one sure. is to wrestle in Japan. Mm-hmm. One is to wrestle over in Germany and, Brit- and uh, Britain. And the third is to wrestle in Mexico. Yeah, this is the I, only I, place I haven't touched down in is Mexico. Those are the three places I want to wrestle. I'm yeah. gonna say yeah. that I'm I'm gonna say the easiest way to work in any of those three locations if you travel on your own dime, yep. and you work for the small indies that are over there in those locations. Yeah, get, get, get your name that, out there, and that's the Look. only way you know. On uh, um, um, Unless you get noticed and someone's bringing you over, you're like I said, your 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 best bet is just, you know, just take a year off and travel on your own dime, whatever you got saved up if you can, and get, yeah. get it and get a temporary job in those countries to make some extra money while you're there too at the same time, so you can get to your next location. So that's yeah, yeah, it's like, all about the grind, right? Like yeah, I, told, I, I asked Rick Swan that. I was like, "What? What's the best advice you can give?" He goes, "Honestly, he goes, we all have. I have, you know, I have a kid and stuff, so it's hard for me to go just for a year and say, F it, I'm going.'" He's like, mm-hmm. "Go for thirty days." Yeah. He goes, "Literally, find promotions out there for thirty days. Wrestle every day in Japan." Yeah. He goes, "If you're there for thirty days and you wrestle every day, 
for 30 days, you're guaranteed to be seen by the big guys. Yeah. He goes, you'll never know who yeah. they are. He goes, there's a there's like a book full of names that, that will be at these shows. You'll never recognize them. you never notice them. You'll yeah. notice them when they come over and hand you the business card and say, call this number. And that's about it. Okay. That's it. That's like, it. I, yeah. That's all I want. I'll go over there for 30 days. And if I can land the number on the first like week and a half and get to do that and wrestle for one of the big companies, I don't care. That's it. Well, no, my, that's goal, it. my goal and dream has been made. Like, well, the good thing about me is that you're this, old and you don't have to. Well, this year <laughs> is the girls' last year. The, in, in high school, they will all be graduating. There you go. Uh, I build up a lot of PTO time where I can take off for like probably a month myself if I wanted to, and <sighs> and, and just do a tour here in the states because <laughs> I don't because I ain't got a passport and with COVID still on the rise, still. Oh God, yeah. You know, we 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 ain't going nowhere no time soon though. Sure, but, sure. But if I do, if I. If I do get the courage to get up off my recliner and back into the gym and get the cardio in and stuff like that, I'm going to put the, Mr. Uh, Pratt on my list of one of the guys who I want to work and go. Look, I'm, let's, a, I'm listen, down. Let's get, Look, to, let's I'm get down. to work. Can we, just, can we just do a three-way here? Let's get to work. <laughs> here, triple threat? Menage let's get to work. <laughs> I'm just let's saying. Get to like, work. Like, I'm just saying. Like, I'm going to be soon coming up to the school soon because I'm parting ways where I'm at. Um, and that's the first time I've said that live on air. Uh, I'm just not, I'm just not worth my time just to be there up. anymore. <laughs> it, it's not that it's, it's the disrespect yeah. and, and stuff. It happens like, everywhere. It happens. Everywhere. I'm going to say it this way. Going to a school and train is great, but when you're not responding to the trainers about when you can go, it's an issue. Like I wasn't able to go for a full month because my work had me scheduled all the time going to Delaware on my days that I was supposed to, was supposed to be local. I can't do nothing about that. That's past how I pay my bills. What's that you but eat? on the days that I was able to, I would say, hey, on a week like the day before, I hey, I need to know by today by like five or six who's all coming, and I would, we'd get no air. We it'd be air. Now the new people that are the other guy that's training there now is getting the same kind of responses, and I can tell it's frustrating. You know, but at the same time, it's it's not nothing personal. It's just business. You know, right. what am I getting out of it? I was making a 40 minute drive. The train helped, you know, teach these guys like for two hours and trying to keep it on the simple basic shit because they were training on the weekends with, you know, with other people that were doing more high intervals of stuff. So I was keeping it simple during the week, heavy on the weekend. That's the way it was for me. But I wasn't getting anything out of it. So, like, I wasn't really getting any in-ring work. So, I keep telling O-Dog and them that I'm going to be coming up there. And they're like, you know the door's open anytime you want, man. Door's open. Come on in. Well, come on like, down. Like, I know it's open. I, I'm all, I'm welcome with arms wide open at that goddamn place. I love O-Dog and all them. But Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah come mean, on we, down. Come work. Just... I'll go back. Like, just, same thing with you guys, but I go a lot further back with O-Dog than, 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 yeah. than I do both of you. Uh, sure, sure. And we know you are one of the trainers down there. You're doing big things because you're with the, uh, uh, the Dynasty now. <laughs> the dynasty. Yeah. Uh, recently we had uh tony batista on 
Yes, now, yes, yeah. Now, Big toe. Now, now we have you uh on the we first G's ep- on the on the first episode of season two when we start. And then there the only go. thing we gotta get is a hard way on and then hard way and dude, you're right. That's it. You had the entire dynasty and, on your show. You a, damn skippy. Damn skippy. That, yeah, the ratings just go up. The ratings yeah, just went I know. Up. It's, I, I'm trying. The ratings I'm, just... I'm trying, you know, but you know, you know, I, I gotta talk to the right people to make these kind of things happen, though. You know, That's you know, it. have their people call my people and we'll see what's up. Whatever That's they do, it, just man. don't talk to Pat. <laughs> just a quick parlay, man. That's it. You can, you can talk business. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, I was looking through uh the PWI 500 just before we got on, and I, I took notice you wasn't in in uh this year's uh nomination. I went back online and uh I found like you were in two others in '09. You were at 355, and 2011. Yeah. You were at three forty nine. I couldn't find you in anywhere else. I probably missed out on it or wherever I'm looking at. But I'm I'm sure you must have been in other years as well because as long as you've been around, there's no way you couldn't have. You know, for for <laughs> you know, you you just had to have been so. But that's the only two I I found on here. Yeah, now, yeah. Now, um, now. Where we were talking about schools and stuff like that, and I, I have a, I have in my mindset a plan of resurrecting a school myself, of which I once trained at, and 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 if and when it does happen, it will be open under the same name. I got the blessings, and I would love to have someone of your talent to come in, do a seminar, or just come in whenever you feel like, just, just you know, just kicking the shit out of guys you know <laughs> yeah no i i thank you for the a firstly thank you for the invite and i would love to come down and you know and help you know teach and you yeah. show the next generation because i enjoy it i enjoy teaching i enjoy uh coaching i enjoy it a lot because well, again it's like the one thing well, about the, it is you know what's that i, I, I was gonna say the one thing i want to incorporate though with mm-hmm. This such thing. I don't want to make it just initially uh, wrestling school. I want to, uh, as a safe haven, like an after school thing too, as well as kids from school that can come yeah. who like wrestling, but at the yep. same time they can do other things. If if they don't want to get into the physical aspect of it, some might know how to do video production. Some might yeah. know how to do graphics. Uh, Whatever gives them a platform make, to show their make, work exactly. Can, yes, yeah. they can use us give them a platform. That's it. That's all they, they need. Take, where they can take that That's back it. to school and use it as credit towards whatever they're doing. Build their, and they're so building their resume. And that's what I want to do. I like to help kids and, and get them off the street too, like that. I like that idea, man. That's a really, really good, great, not even good. It's a great idea. Um, yep. Especially with the way technology is, again, you know, you're going to get a lot of videographers, you're going to get a lot of, <clears throat> you know, graphic designers and everything like that. So, absolutely, no, I think that's, I, I think that's a great idea, and I go for it. And, like, and, and 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 you figure the way we came up, like, okay, uh, you came up in the Candom area. I came up in the Kensington area when I was down in Philly. You see what how one of the same, a, right? One of the yeah, same, yeah. Right? So it's like it, it it's like. We've seen the opportunities, what we had there, which wasn't much. You had to go to the outskirts 
yep. to find just the smallest thing yes. to attract yourself, you know, to try to keep yourself out of trouble. But it was hard because trouble was all around you anyway, regardless. Anyway, regardless. I mean, like you said, it, it could find it could it could find you at any given point. Um, even when you're not looking for it, it can find you. You can always find yourself wrapped up in some in something out there. Um and I was grateful that like wrestling kept me on the straight and narrow, which was like, you know what I mean? Like it was always that. Um even just when I was in high school, you know, again playing wrestling for the team, you know. Um, that's what always kept me grounded, kept me away from all of that. Um, so like, it was, I was never one to think like, okay, well, all right. Hey, man, I see the, I see the boys on the corner flashing, you know, twenties, fifties, hundreds, like, damn, I want to be like them. You know, I just saw a dope boy up here just get a new Benz this week. You know, yeah. like, nah, I, I, that didn't, that didn't appeal to me. You know what I mean? Like that, that wasn't my thing. You know, I found, I had to find role models outside of my outside of my area because at the end of the day like you said growing up growing up where you grew up that's all we had as role models right you know seeing those guys on the corner flashing the money and wearing the latest and greatest clothes and you know rocking you know driving the latest car and you're like damn you know i want to be that dude how can i be down you know yep now uh what was your some of your nine to fives you know well while you're in the business. Man, uh, wow. Uh, so my very, very, my main nine of, when I first started training, my nine to five was, uh, I was a manager at CVS, believe it or not. Okay. Um, I was 19. Yeah. 19. Um, when I started training. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I was there. Yeah, I was dishwashing. Yeah. You know, and I was in, it was just, and, and, and that was, being a being a being a, a shift supervisor at the CVS paid for wrestling school. Like I was paying, you know, busting my ass overtime here and there, you know, just to pay my little bit of money to to get um to wrestling school. It was a uh, a very joyous day for me when I was like I some like worked and worked and worked to get my my first down payment of class of, of, of school. Like to train. I was just like, wow, like I'm here. I finally like this is something that I've always kept talking about to telling everybody I'm, I'm going to do this. Hey, I'm going to be a professional wrestler. I'm going to go be a professional wrestler. I'm sure people are like, all right, man, we hear you. Damn. Like we you told us like 20 million times already, you know, like, and, and, but are and you then, really on, do on, it? On, on top of that, did you like at the time, did, 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 did you have people? trying to shut down your idea? Like, dude, oh, yeah, absolutely. Your time. Oh, absolutely. Work. You know, your Absolutely. uncle, Bob, I've had, Jim, or whatever listen, works at a listen, mechanic, you should go work with him. Listen, I've had I, – I even remember specifically when I was in – had that been maybe eighth grade. Yeah, because I was going in – because, again, yeah, it was eighth grade because you go into high school, you go to sit down with your guidance counselors. They're like, okay, what do you want to be when you grow up? Just like you were saying. You know, we got to start building a plan and this and the third. Again, I never wanted to do anything – but be a professional wrestler um at that time you know like i was just like that's all i ever wanted to do that's all i ever wanted to do and you know you're sitting down with a couple of your teachers sitting down with your guidance counselor and they sit down and you know they're at this big long table and she's sitting at the end of it and she's like all right you know what do you where what are your goals after you know high school what are your goals after you graduate? And I was like, I'm going to go to i'm going to work i'm going to get a job but i'm saving up money to go to professional wrestling school i want to be 
a world-class professional wrestler, world-famous professional wrestler. She covered her mouth to snicker, and actually both of my teachers blatantly laughed. And she looked at me and was like, well, you're going to need a backup plan because you're not going to make it. Yep. And I was like, oh, wait, aren't you a guidance counselor? Aren't you supposed to guide me to, to my goal? You literally just me, took, yeah. encouraged me. You literally just took, like, because, again, it, because it's, it's, it, it was out of, out of the ordinary. You know, it, again, I didn't say I wanted to be a doctor. I didn't say I wanted to be a lawyer. I didn't say I wanted to go to, you know, again, you know, med school, whatever the case may be. I gave you something that was out of the ordinary and something that you couldn't comprehend. And it became so asinine to you that you just literally just decimated a young kid's dream. Like, now, wow. Now, you know what? What what you're saying right now just brought flashbacks of of um, Rocky. Remember, yeah. he was retired. He wanted yeah. that one more fight and he went and talked one to more. that council and, and, and they tried to the, the, deny him. And yeah. he's like, no, you know, you know. What's so hard about a man going, you know, toe to toe with someone, you know, you know, didn't you guys have any hopes and dreams to become something? Why are you going to, you know, try to stamp on mine? Exactly. Yeah. Like you clearly wanted to be a guidance counselor. Did anybody stamp on your dreams? No. Why are you, why are you stamping on mine? And, and it was funny. Like I always thought about that person, um, before every match. It's funny to this day. I still, I still, Think about that day. You just want to go you back know, and so, see him right now. I'm like, hey, look what I'm doing. How about you? Right. Look what I've done. Look what I've been doing. Like, you know, you're probably still here being a goddess counselor. Big ups to you. You know, no shade. But, hey, I was traveling the world. Hey, I was on TV here. You know, I was mm-hmm. on TV in another country. Like, you know, I I, I, I I, had a small WWE tryout. Like, these are the things I've done. Like, you told oh, me I couldn't well, do any well, of them. Well, that there, I didn't even know that you just mentioned just now. Yep. I yeah. knew that. I knew that. <laughs> yeah, because I, I there's as, things as, that I know. As much research yeah. I was doing, that never popped up. Well, it wasn't like one of the ones like you know you get uh, like I was I haven't had the, the opportunity to be blessed to uh, go down to the performance center. You know, the, to do okay. the main tryout. I uh, was more so um, I was doing extra work for Raw and SmackDown, and okay. um, so Back when you go up, right, and then so you know we were in Raw. At Raw in Philly, and then we were in Boston um, for SmackDown. And usually, you know, that's where they do the the tryouts and everything like that. Um, so it was me. Funny thing about it was me. Uh, 3.0 was there. Um, it was me, 3.0, uh, and a couple guys from New York. Um that we're all doing it. Um, and it was, it was fun. It was, it was nerve wracking, but it was fun because, um, one of the kid, one of the guys, his, uh, his, his physical didn't come back in time. So he wasn't able to participate in the tryout. Ah. So William Regal comes up and he's just like, okay, well, somebody's going to have to wrestle twice and nobody raised their hand. And I was just like, looked here, looked, and I was just like, all right, look, I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it. 
And uh, so I did like two matches. I got to do two matches in front of William Regal. Um, and which was, which was got great feedback, you know, nothing came of it, but again, it was an experience. Like I can say that, you know, I've got to do me along with a, a bunch of other, my other peers. Got but, to, you but, know, but, but you know what? It had to make you feel good though. The fact yeah. that, uh, they said someone had to wrestle twice and you looked around and you were the only one. Out no one said group. anything. No one said they, anything. And they did not want it bad enough. Then. No. Right. I mean, that's the thing. And it was just kind of like everyone's hand should have been raised. Yeah. I would have thought exactly. Like, you know, you get not one, but two opportunities to show what you have. And so, yeah. So, like, I worked. um, So, I worked twice. So, they had me wrestle first as a baby face. um, And then they had me work uh, second uh, as a heel. Um, And. So I'm doing the first time around, like there's nobody else, nobody's ringside, nobody's there. So I'm like, all right, cool. Great. This is, this is cool. All right, cool. This is, this is good. This is good. No extra added pressure. And then so, when it comes. So it was empty arena, you mean? It was empty arena. Okay, but what I mean by that was like there. all okay. the guys and okay. all the stars weren't at ringside. Because thinking- I've always heard stories that they all like to come and watch the tryouts. Yeah. So look, I was like, man, I I don't want that. Like, I don't want that. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't I don't want that at all. So, you know, we went through the tryouts and like they like not many of them were out there, but like if they were, they weren't really paying much attention. Then it got to the point where as okay, cool, it was me and one other young one other guy, um, young kid from New York. And we were like the final match and we're squaring up. Okay, cool. And uh, we, Jason Ayers was the was the ref, you know, and uh, you know we're squaring up. And I just noticed at this point in time, every just about every superstar is out there watching us. And I was just like, y'all, now you guys come out like now, like oh my gosh, man. So now the pressure is on. Now the pressure is on. So I was just like, all right, cool. You know, relax. You you know you you. Act like you've been somewhere before, D. Like you've got here, you know, just work. And uh, so we were doing it. And then, you know, I cut a promo in front of uh, Regal and he was like, he liked the promo. He was just like, you know, you're a hard worker. I can tell you work hard. You know, um, you were very, you know, you're very impressive today. And I remember I was walking back uh, to the locker room to change to go to catering and Seamus was walking in front of me. And, you know, he's kind of walking behind, kind of does like one of these looks. And he's like, oh, hey, by the way, I like your uh, your heel work in there. Really cool. And I was just like, oh, wow, you like you were watching? Oh, snap. Like, wow, thanks, man. Like, you know, I appreciate that. So, like, you know what I mean? So it's just, again, it's like one of those things, like, you never know who's watching, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, and I, I felt like that, that made the experience even cooler, I guess. You know what I mean? So. I, I, I. I think what probably would have been great for you, like, okay, if they would have came and said, hey, we want you to get in with one of our names for your tryout in there, and your luck just so happened, it would be Cesaro, uh, uh, Claudio. <laughs> Man, listen. That I would have been great for you. Dude, like, remember, remember that we used to do? Da, 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 da. Yeah, let's do that. Let's exactly. <laughs> no, that would have been. If that, that was been, the case. Well, you probably be signed already. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, right on. No, absolutely. You know, but like, I, I couldn't have been so lucky. Uh, I couldn't have been so lucky. As a matter of fact, uh, when I got there, he was actually on injury. Ah. So he wasn't there. And I think this was around the time he and Sheamus were teaming. Was this? They just when, had that. They had that Best of Seven series. What's that? Was Hero there too? No. No, he was still. I think he. When he was I, I think, in NXT as, as, as uh, Ono. As right. Yes, Ono. yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so at this point in time, Cesaro was up there at on the main stage for like at least like three, four years at this point in time, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, because like I said, they, they they just put Sheamus and him together as a tag team after that right. like like that grueling best of seven the series. Bar, yeah. Yeah. So and then it became the bar. Yeah. So um it was cool because when I got the call to do that, like he was originally gonna be on that on that run. But like I said, he got injured, and I was just like, "Oh man!" Like it was, it was really cool to, um, it would have been really cool to see him. But it was also cool to see a lot of other people, like um, getting to Lindsay. see AJ. No, I haven't gotten to see him. Like, like he wasn't there yet. Lindsay wasn't there yet. That's right. Um, That's right. Because the two hundred five didn't happen yet. Then, didn't happen yet. Two hundred five live. Two hundred five live happened like maybe two years after this, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But it was oh, actually yeah. cool. It was two years. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and uh, I it was remember, cool. Like uh, I saw, um, like I got to see AJ again, which was cool. You know, so like he remembered me from King of Trios, uh, when we uh we worked uh when we had the opportunity to work the the Bullet Club, um, uh, the Young Bucks and him, and it was just cool. And he's just like, "Yo, hey man, what's up?" Like you know, just shooting the breeze. You know, I was like, you know, it was he was after he made his last few rounds on the Indies before he made his debut at the Royal Rumble. It's, 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 it's funny when guys from the Indies come up for a tryout and then you got the bigger names who are buddy, buddy up with them. Like, Oh, and then you got the look from everyone else. <laughs> yeah, like, wait, how you know, oh, man, how you know him? this yeah, guy, exactly. this guy <laughs> might have a shot because he's buddy, buddy with so-and-so. Right. Well, that's what happened on, what was it? The NXT tough enough thing when with, um, Matt Cross, when he ran into us, uh, I think it was CM Punk at the time, backstage. Yeah, 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 and, and everybody was like, "Oh shit, this guy's gonna get signed," you know, they, they, you know, yeah, you know, and it, it, it didn't go, it didn't work that way. Yeah, well, and, and it doesn't, and it doesn't work that way. Like, no. it, yeah, it does, like Matt you know what I mean? Like a, Matt Cross was on a uh, an interview, and they and they had brought it up, and they go. So why didn't you get signed after they realized you were friends with Punk? He goes, because I didn't use Punk as a reference. Exactly. Exactly. Like, why? Why would I want a job that my friend gets me? Why do I want to? I want a job that I got me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Look, look. I know Cedric Alexander from when I did a tournament down in North Carolina, and my opponent decided to make me look like the drizzling shits in a ring because he wouldn't let me do shit in the ring. We talked about it, and I mean, when I say. This kid got ripped into in the locker room by the by the vets because I was about to rip his head off. Um, the kid almost hurt me four different times in the same match. Yeah. Um, and Cedric worked him in the main event for this title. Well, the crazy age tournament, the, one of the originals, and Cedric whooped his ass. <laughs> and ever since then, me and him been friends. So like, I was happy when I saw him up there, and everybody's like, "Well, you know Cedric." I go. Look, I know about a dozen people in WWE, right. half a yeah. dozen in Impact, 
Uh, probably half a, I, I, me and Chio know one of the main editors in AEW. Right, but yeah, it, I'm it, not. I'm ridiculous. not doing this. I'm not doing the. Hey, man, can you get me a? Hey, man, what's up? Like, no, exactly. No, you right. know why? Because I didn't earn it. I want right. to earn my opportunity. Like for sure. I and I mean, and again, too. And I even say too, like you know, again, there's nothing wrong with using your resources. Again, like if I'm going to reach out to somebody, I'm going to say, "Hey, who do I speak to?" Yes. Not, "Hey, can you get me here?" No. Who do I speak to? All I ask is to point me into the direction of the door. I'm gonna kick it open myself. Yep. Like I just show I, me where the door is. I, I just That's went it. To AEW, I just went to AEW and I ran into Bryce. Yep. Haven't seen Bryce since the King of Trios. Sure. And I was like, hey man, I don't know if you remember me. And I and I explained to him, he's like, no, I do. He goes, have you been? We talked for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Fans were like, who are you? I'm like, I'm a nobody, man. Don't worry about right, it. Right, exactly. Don't worry about and, it. It's cool. And Bryce yeah. laughed. Bryce just giggled about it. He's like, a nobody? Yeah. Well, yeah. I am. I'm not you. I'm like, I'm just a normal person that knows you. I'm not making a big deal about this. But... You know, that's just the way it is for me. Like, just because yeah. I know people doesn't mean, like, yes. I I asked Earl Hebner about, I was like, look, I've been wrestling for almost 14 years. I'm getting to that point to where I don't want to wrestle no more. But I did enjoy refing. I had a lot of fun being a referee because mm-hmm. it's better to have a referee that's a wrestler because they know how to work the match better, in my yeah. opinion. Um, But he was like, honestly... You just have to go to the tryouts. He goes, I, I, there's nothing I can do. I'm like, well, I don't want you to do anything. Yeah. I just wanted to know what would be the best route to do this. Yeah. And I had I had a tryout. I did I did TNA stuff in Allentown when they did stuff. And they did their tapings. And I was uh, I yeah. got brought in due to the ring guy at the time that was doing the rings. And I talked to Earl. I talked to Jared. I talked to all of them. I never asked for a job. I... You know, they had me help set up the freaking feast or fire and had let me work out in the ring with people. And I was just like, cool. And just went right back to do security. Like, nonchalantly, I'm doing teenage security. So then they gave me a role where I had to help Jeff Hardy on the gurney in the stretcher since I was actually an EM. I was doing ride-alongs with EMS and stuff. So I'm the most qualified person out of the out of the group of people on the show <laughs> that sure, knows sure. what to do and make it look legit. Right. But afterwards we got, we got back and they, we got backstage and they're like, so how'd you like it? I was like, it was cool. I want a ref though. Well, we don't have any refing spots available. I was like, okay, but when will you? Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm still going to want it back. If like seven months down the road, you go, Hey, do you want to? Re- yes. I want to ref here. Yeah. Right. Right. Remember, like, exactly. I remember the conversation we had it. Yes. I still want it. Yes. Like, like, like I don't want, I want to earn my opportunity. So just give me that one yeah. shot and you're not going to be let down. That's what I, I've like, I took eight photos at AEW. I stepped in the photos. It's like, these are you. I go, I took photos with, a, with my nice camera. Let me know what you guys think. I would love to take photos for you guys. I took photos in new Japan, did the same thing. Like, yeah, and I've gotten responses back from both promotions. Yeah, so when New Japan comes to Philly, I'm most likely going to take photos for him now. For what the, That's the a, one, I was like, I don't want you to give me a job. I want to earn my job. Yeah, exactly. Again, give me, me, uh, give me some direction. Right, exactly. Like, let I'm me not, come I'm, on not, I'm not coming up to you like this. Yeah, you know, like, like I'm not coming up to you like this. Again, it's just yeah. Let so, let me let me work. Just. 
was like, again, me, point me in the direct direction. You know, I pitched them, let me take photos of one match in the very beginning, and then I'll come to the locker room, I'll load my laptop up, I'll let you look at the photos. If you think I'm good enough to keep taking photos, let me go back out. But if you don't think I'm up to that level, you can tell me to go sit with the fans. Just nonchalantly, like, it's a, it's a do or die. It's either I yeah. do good and I get to take more, or I die because here's why we didn't like your photos. You need to work on this a little bit more. Cool. But here's the thing. It. You don't really die because you took that opportunity to make yes. something of that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. Like, in, in wrestling, you know, not a lot of – that's that's not that's a, that's a loss. That's a loss. Uh, There's art. a lot of people who don't want to take the chance. It's because a lost they're... art. It's a lost art. Yeah. We'll just say it yeah. that way because no one wants to – Everybody wants to train you like, hey, Deshaun, you know, you did really, really well at today's practice and training. You keep doing what you're doing instead of, <laughs> hey, look, man, we had, you know, tonight's practice training was great. There was a lot of positive things you did, but here's the things that didn't look so good. So mm-hmm. I need you to work on these at home. Mm-hmm. There's no run- bumping or anything, but your strikes are a little light. Yeah, uh, and they look a little robotic. I need you to work on these for the next yep. four days until the next day of training. When next you come back, we're exactly. gonna start with strike strikes. Yeah, and see if you did it exactly. You know, or or yeah, hey, your like, promo uh, sucks. Like like Pratt, if you keep up the hard work, I know you're a little disappointed. I might be able to get you a bootleg Ribera jacket. <laughs> hey, you know what? I you know what? I would rock that with we'll pride. It, all right, look, dang, look, 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 we'll get it. Know bootleg. Gap. Here's All right. the easiest way to get a legit one. Just message Rob Freinstein. I think he has oh, some God. Sale. Don't even go there. He's already. All right. Uh, I'm just uh, saying, the man uh, always uh, has uh, legit uh, ones. Yeah. If you want uh, it, they may uh, got it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Deshaun, we are already like an uh, hour and a half. In wow. This. Hey, uh, we're having fun. Earlier, you mentioned about, you know, uh, you were going to combat zone and you're watching blackout one of your favorite groups of guys uh, uh, watch. And now what's it like right now standing side by side uh, as part of the dynasty in the group with uh, formerly Sabian now known as black G's as you once watched them. Now you're standing with them. It's crazy. Um, It's, it's crazy. And it's, and it's funny because it's like, Every the only person that I've never got to work with out of that, you know, that stable when I and out of my fandom is Kingston. Okay. And you know, that's the only one I didn't get to work with. You know, so I'm like I've gotten to work with Sabian and Joker. I've got to work with Ruckus and and Sabian, you know, and I've got, you know, and now I'm teaming with G's. Um, it's funny how things come full circle in professional wrestling. You know, it's still wild to me out like, you know, like it's funny because it's just like these were the dudes why like that that I said yeah, you I, watched I watched that and watched and now you're working with them. And I'm working with them. It's crazy and it's funny because it's like, you know, let's go even further back. Like even before the first time I even saw Ruckus was when I never even knew what CZW was until um, a lot of people, you know, that's not from the area won't know this, but like we had a lot of wrestling on public access television back yeah. in the day of the WGTW channel 19 or channel yeah, 48. They that, and they had the late night stuff, the late night stuff. Exactly. Just like how ECW was back in the day. Thank you. Exactly. And I came across CZW one night and 
Ruckus was had just happened to be yeah. wrestling. It might have been Ruckus and Trinacid because they always put on classic yeah, I, matches. I mean, you know, if those if there's a match that you want to put on TV, it's those two. I, I I had the opportunity to catch Ruckus before he went to CZW. So yeah, uh, to, to, to see him do his thing, it was like like for this little young. I I want to say fat. I'm gonna say chubby. I'm gonna say chubby. I'm right, and I, right, but, right, you know, right, right, right. And he's running up the walls, doing backflips and doing all this crazy. I'm like, yeah. he should not be doing this. What the yeah. hell? Yeah, exactly. You know? And and then, and then, like you, I had the. I had the gracious opportunity to work with uh, uh, at the time Sabian. Geez, when he was Sabian at the time, and I and I actually got to work with Ruckus. Which uh, when I worked Ruckus, we never met each other before, but I seen a lot of his work. Yeah, and him and Robbie were together. Yeah, and, and I was supposed to. I think I think he was supposed to work somebody else or whatever. Uh, that was scheduled, and I was there. And Dirty D's Darren Wise. This was for NCW out in the York, in the York area. Okay. Uh, he's like uh, Chio at the time. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think I was going by Chio. I think I was going by one of my older names before prior. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, "Yeah, uh, you're working ruckus." Like, oh, all right, cool. And like, and at the time, you know, I I was in better shape. And I could go a lot more, but I was more agile and stuff like that. So he came to me and, you know, and I and we started going over some of uh, the stuff that he does, like which I watched a lot of his stuff online because I, I liked his shit that he put out. Yeah. So, so I knew what to expect a lot of yes. his stuff. Yeah. So, yep. boom. So we went out there and we hit, 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 hit. And like, oh. like, like for me to study like certain guys, like, like between him and then when I had the opportunity to work the Briscoes twice and then yeah. uh, uh, Josh Daniels, who worked over in Japan as well, too, yeah. when he was over here, I got the opportunity to work with Trent, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and Nick Burke. And, you know, it's like some of these like guys that are well known in the Philly area from back then is like. And I sit there and think, what would my career be like if I would have stayed in the Philly area? And trained with them because I trained with them for a little bit down mm-hmm. at uh well Trent and Johnny I, I met them over at uh Hawkins Gym for a r- really quick short time but I, I was mainly I, I mainly met like uh like Mike Keener there and Reckless Youth mm-hmm. and and a couple others like here and there Billy Real yeah so 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 it was that Hawkins Gym type of guys like like if I would have stuck around. Who knows where 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 I would be then if I stuck with that crowd? But no, I ended up moving back to Reading, which then you know the quality of training just is not mm-hmm. up there like the guys from from the Philly scene. Yeah, so from the Philly scene, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, and and at that time, you know, the Northeast was that was the the hub. You know, we like to call it the hub. You know, yeah. everyone came from out west, you know, the Midwest, you know, down south to come train up here because, again, we're pumping out North, again, you got New York, Philly, Jersey, just pumping out stars, pumping out stars. Like, you know, it was almost like for that little bit of time, the Northeast, kind of, and I mean, in a, in a way, like it still kind of does to some, to some degree, like had the wrestling scene on lock for a while. You know, like it was one of those spots, like, you know, you, you make it here, you can make it anywhere in this game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, um, but yeah, like like you said, just be name all those guys that that kind of inspired you 
and 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 he just gave you that inspiration and motivation to get into this business and to to thrive in this business. Like, and it's funny again, like you said, to, to just kind of still rub elbows with all those guys. Um, and like I said, it's it's still pretty cool to me. Still and then, is. And then right now with everything going on with your career with wrestling and stuff like, but now uh, I believe injury or whatnot. Uh, mm-hmm. Are you still? A personal trainer because last time i checked you you actually were a personal trainer i still am no i still okay. do that all right, all right yeah i still do that so which is why like which is great because like any energy i get i can just kind of like you know work on myself a little bit yeah. <laughs> so yeah. but um but yeah no i do i do that you know that's i i do that in uh, on top of doing uh wrestling you know I it, love... it, it it's it's funny because my brother he is actually a, per, a, a a personal trainer himself. Mm-hmm. Of course, I always call him a big dumb bodybuilder myself. <laughs> I lift things <laughs> up and put him down. <laughs> he's a meathead. Yo, he oh, kind of yeah. uh, reminds you of Roman Reigns, but short, <laughs> a, a little bit shorter. Sure, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but you know, he, he and, and he's on that that whole kick of. Acknowledge me. I'm like, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna acknowledge my foot in your ass. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, shit. If you remember, I'm big brother. I'm big brother. Right, but, right, exactly. Um, no matter how much muscle you put on. But uh, he he he's always bugging me to come to the gym with him. But where he works out, uh, he he has a steady clientele. There yeah. wouldn't be really be no time for me to get into that gym there but he goes to another gym closer to him but i'm not gonna drive like 45 minutes north just to go work out with him yeah so so no so like uh i i gotta find my own motivation here and then like if by chance me me and him our goals are this is um like i said about opening the school yeah uh he was always a huge wrestling fan himself and, and 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 one of the goals was like how we keep talking about is like okay if I do end up opening a school and if the place is big enough we get some weights in there and he starts doing some personal training out of there too so we yeah. have a school and a gym together absolutely you know brothers absolutely. working together putting in yeah. that work making sure the guys know in ring work as well as the physical part of yeah of uh, nutrition and all that stuff because he's important. all for that stuff it's important yeah. Yeah, he does. It's all very that. important. Yeah, no. I, again, I, it so. sounds like it sounds like you've been thinking about this. Yeah, the for plan's a very been there time. for years. Yeah, the plan's yeah. been there. It's all about the cheddar. The cheddar. Okay. You know, sure, sure, right. That, that's usually it, right? Exactly. You know. Trust me. I, I like checked says, my. I checked my Powerball ticket today, and I didn't get to walk out of work. Not yet. Okay. Well, <laughs> no, you know, we just yet. gotta. Okay. Well, you know, we just gotta keep keep playing, right? We, we and just keep, keep that positive energy, that's right? It. That's right. Look, you gotta keep you can't win if you don't play, right? Look, mm-hmm. look, if I if I would play the Powerball and win, I ain't telling a motherfucking soul. Okay, first. Yo, all. right? Yeah, I'm nah, gonna I'm buy the most nonchalant house, but I'm gonna buy a big ass mansion too as nah. the, as the main home. But I'm like when I invite that. people over, it's gonna be like one of those like suburb houses yeah. that people right. are like, oh, that's yeah. cool. And then I leave and I go. Heh. Look at this ten house mansions. Y'all yeah. have no. I can't. Idea. I can't do that. I, I I can't do that. I, I'm a simple guy. Where yeah. like like if I come into money, like it'd be nice to have that nice suburban home. But I, I can see myself on a farm. You know, just just you know, not oh absolutely not, not farming, just peace and quiet. Peace no, and like, quiet. like yeah, twenty acres. Your of neighbors land. are three miles down the road. 
Love yeah, it. Yeah, like yeah. Clark Kent, Smallville, had the dog running yeah. around or whatever. Look, yeah, I always nah. say that. Like, if I would ever win the lotto, like, my main, my big thing is, like, I like animals. I love animals. Horses and stuff are my favorite animals to go to. Yeah, me too. So I would absolutely build a build property on, like, 20 acres, have a little race car track for the little one to race her race car, me to have a horse, just because I want a horse. That's it. Well, I don't know how well, to ride a horse well, or anything. You know but funny? I want a horse. You know what's funny? Uh uh Pratt, do you remember Jimmy Clydesdale? <laughs> yes, God rest his soul. But yes, yes. Yo, yes. That boy was loaded. And a lot of us didn't know it. See, see, that's see, I didn't know that. And, and that's another thing. You would have never known the way he carried himself. Dude, dude here's the his, thing. And I always tell you, his... people with money don't flashing he didn't he, he, dude me and jojo walked into his house uh the one time and like he walked into this like he had little uh compartment doors you walk through and there's a uh like a whole arcade game room he went to another room a doorway and it looked like he just walked into a closet and he turned and like disappeared like what the hell so he walked <laughs> in behind him we're walking down this corridor it's a small corridor but at the end, we get there, and he has these huge shelves filled with nothing but candy. It was like going to like a, a candy store, and he's like, "Dude, just grab what you want." I'm like, "Nah, I'm good." JoJo's I'm, here. I'm taking this. Oh, I'm you gonna take you that. got to JoJo's already going. I can see the thing he, is, I can he literally see JoJo doing that. I yo, can. Yo. Dude, look at it. Like he's letting no, no, me go no, beforehand. No. He's Not taking JoJo. his hat off. Filling oh, yeah. it in. Dude, dude. Literally the way um uh uh um Jaden the way yeah. he described it, he's like Clydesdale lives basically lives on a on, on a compound. Like what the fuck you mean a compound? It's like <laughs> it's like they have like the one main house that's like a mini mansion, and then they have all these other mini mansions around around it. It's like it's one big land. They had their own baseball field, I think basketball court too. So it was like wow. the fa- all the family there. They were either like lawyers, doctors, that kind of shit. Yeah, and it, it was, was crazy. Like, holy shit! And, and, and you know what? I just gotta say, God bless us. So uh, yeah, man. Guys, uh, he 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 was one the humblest guy down the earth. Like, like he really said, was. He 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 didn't show at all that he came from that lifestyle. No, like I said, you, know? I, you I would have never have guessed I, it. And I love that dude. I loved yeah. him. You know, he, yeah. he 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 managed us once. He refereed pretty much all the DTW shows and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Oh, he was great. Uh, D at Doc Diamonds at the DWF over there yeah. too. That's actually oh, where I first God. met him. Uh, oh, okay. Down there at the uh, when it was at the Powerhouse Gym. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we met. That's where we met all. That's where we met a lot of the guys. That's where actually where I met JoJo. Um, and, Big L, uh, Craze. Yeah, thank you. I was about to say, who's the other Spanish boy? Big L, yeah. Louis and Q. Craze. Craze. Yeah, yeah, Louis Q. Yeah, Louis Q, all those guys. Um, and and Doc actually, ben, actually, like, actually, you know what's funny? The very last match I had was uh, for Outbreak. Um we did a pre-show match. JoJo came up, and for the pre-show match, uh, we did a one-night only. Me and him, 
we worked uh crazed without the hood he 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 was working uh showing his face off and problem child ah so one night on a dtw exactly one night only it it was a dtw match unfortunately unfortunately prior to the match something pulled in my leg like uh like a cramp or or something well i had my brace on and something popped in my leg and i'm like what the fuck and this that but you know what i still went out and worked anyway regardless i say right yeah so i was like like i i I just had to do it but uh, yeah yeah but yeah oh my god we're almost two hours in holy shit an hour hours in. In. i looked at my phone i'm like she this goes. was supposed to be a short interview. This was supposed to be like an hour. Episode. Yeah, this was supposed to be like an hour. But you got to look at it this way. Out of all the guests we've had on the show, this is someone that we've known for a while that is someone that's a local guy that has traveled all over the world that we could literally just talk for another probably two hours about the different things all goddamn night. Yeah. Um. But... We all have shoot jobs in the morning. Yeah, um, exactly. And it's like, I'm over. You're going to go home, but you got to get I've, the hell up out of here. I've already uh-huh. done my two-yarn minimum. If I yawn <laughs> one more time, that's my cue of, like, last week, I literally dipped on the show. I literally was like, oh, yeah. yo, I'm out. And just, that's like and your, just your, third, out. your third damn, that's crazy, right? Like, oh, man, yeah. damn. <laughs> Yes, like, that's crazy. Felt, look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Look at the time. Ooh, mm. Dave, uh, that did that already. It, it, it's time to go. <laughs> like I felt bad, but I was so exhausted last Thursday. Like I was right. falling asleep on the show, and our <laughs> guest didn't come. So he's interviewing, or not? Not last week. It was the week before. Right. That I just like straight up dipped. It was like yeah. he's like, and yeah, I'm, I'm over. It. I'm done. Is tea? <laughs> and I was like, y'all, I'm out. I'm I'm falling asleep. <laughs> And just left studio. It, and let me sometimes, tell you, a lot of times we 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 just call this shit on the fly, like oh, like 100%. We're just because you know sometimes just we go off script and it just like hey it is what it is. It's just like it a is match. What it is. And sometimes it reads for it makes for better entertainment. Well, the, the thing yeah. is, you know, in our we have a private chat group, right? Apparently, someone watched one of our shows for sports, and they were like. All the guys are on their phone and this and that. Well, they are. Some of them are playing on their phone. But whenever I'm on my phone, I'm looking at wrestling stuff. Or when we're sure. in the stu- when we were in the studio, me and Chio, out of all of our all of our analysts, are the only two with an iPad in front of us that have the show in front of us, so we can see the comments. Um, yeah. And our cell phones are going with our with what we're going to go over. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I laughed and I'm like, yeah, you can have notes all day long. You can. But we're talking about pro wrestling. This isn't baseball and football where you're, you know, and, you need and, to and, have and, the and, stats and, and shit. And, and, and the right. thing is, me and him, we've been a part of this world. We know what the hell we're talking about. So it comes a little bit more fluently for us than the other guys. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, like, uh, yeah, we, oh, my God, yeah, an hour and 54 minutes. <laughs> um, so, Sean, uh, yep. where? are you going to be seen next? So you can actually catch me next Saturday uh, at Super Crazy Pro. Um, it is our season finale, Surface of Doom. Uh, I will be in a War Games match. Uh, in the main oh, event, I've War seen Games that. match. It's, yeah, so uh, should be, it should be fun. It should be some fun. And yeah. then uh, after that, I'm going to uh, kind of, again, re-rest. 
and recalibrate, and then you can catch me uh, for On Point um, back in January. I make my return back to there. Um, yeah, I seen I seen On Point is making uh, Skid Row their new home now. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, because you know that was the first building that they ran On Point Wrestling in. That was like their first gotcha. really big building. Yeah. So, oh, so, so it's like, like yeah, a wrestling coming. comes full circle. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, uh, so those are the two two places for right now until you know I'm really I'm fully cleared and ready to go. Then you know the, the calendar a little will bulk up a little bit. Yeah, by the time you get ready, I'll be ready too. We're gonna uh, we're gonna lock. Hey man, let's go. Let's let's work. You know what? I, I'm just gonna say this way: I don't have anything to do next Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm I'm booked. I'm booked. Uh, Saturday and Sunday. Like te- double- well, I was technically booked to go all the way up to New York for the big event, and I was gonna do a pre-show on Friday night, which we pitched to the company of showing people where all these big stars were gonna be and everything like that. But we haven't really got any information about what time to be there, so I'm just gonna say we're not going now for for a reap the future. Um. <laughs> So maybe I might just be popping up as super crazy. Hey, you know, again, you you know where we are. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna be running into G's this Saturday. So am I at that, at that AAW. So maybe I'll 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 you know tell him to break out that Ribera jacket. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's uh, it. Right. You would probably drive home and get it for next weekend just Rick, to go. Rick, hey, Pratt. Rick. Check this out, man. Because <laughs> you like, ah, yeah. Uh, like, I love I got the ball in that one. I enjoyed I saw G's a couple weeks ago at, uh, what was it? Keystone Championship yeah. Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was fun hanging out with him then. Like, I haven't seen him in months, and he, you know, he's always, he always treats me like, like family. It's yeah. the, you know, there's the certain handshake and the hug. You know, yeah. mine's always the big fucking slap. Big fat yeah. pat, and then he's like, "So how you been?" Yeah, you know when you know someone, you know, when you know people in the business, you know, like yeah, you know, yeah. I don't treat you like if I don't know you from Adam's holding the ground. I'm like, hey, how you doing, man? I'll give you the little pit. Right, right yeah, well, exactly. I haven't with really COVID, like, with COVID I, I right haven't, now? yeah. Like, yo, what's going on? How, how, how you doing? doing? Yeah. How you doing, man? Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah. You give him like the, you put, yo, what's up? How you doing, man? How you, yeah, yo, how you doing? Yeah. Hey. If I know you, know you. That happened to me over I'm at the last, uh, that, 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 that kind of happened to me at the last uh, super crazy show that I attended uh, when um, um, Swanee showed up out of nowhere. Well, because he was yeah. on the show afterwards. So yeah, he walked the in. He, show, yeah, yeah, he seen me backstage. He's like, "Holy shit!" He went all crazy, threw a yeah. big ass hug on me. I'm like, "Okay," yeah. because back then, Swanee wasn't 18 yet, and yeah. he used to watch me uh, wrestle too. Yeah. But he was break dancing, and, yes. and and that's what caught my eye. I'm like, I'm like yeah. "All right, boy, you got you got skills. Like, I right, you got to incorporate that into your you know your work." Yeah, like, yeah, I just, yeah. I just saw Swan down in Baltimore at Slugfest. Mm. We were bullshit, and the first thing we both said to each other: we haven't seen each other since ACW working for Twisted Tate. Like, <laughs> damn, bro! Like, it's been that long since we've physically seen each other. He goes, "Yeah," I'm like, "God damn!" All right, well. Mm. By the way, he Chio, he's just waiting on dates from us, man. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I recently just hit him up, like, uh. This was it this week or last week? I haven't heard back from him yet. Yeah. Um, 
Well, I hit him up to bring him in for icons, yeah. but he never responded back to my text yeah. message. I was like, that mother effer ghosted me. <laughs> Love uh, the man, but it ghosted me. Cheap date. <laughs> cheap date. Uh, Pratt, uh, some of your social media that people can reach out and follow you on? Uh, so, wait, you got, I got the Twitter. Uh, that's uh, at Prince of CMD. So you can find me there. Um, give me a follow. I follow back. Uh, you can hit me up on Instagram. It's uh, Prince of CMD underscore Deshaun Pratt. And you can find me on Facebook, you know, uh, Deshaun Pratt. I add, I add about just about anybody. Just about. <laughs> just <laughs> so, about. You know, I'm a little picky. Don't, don't I'm a little be a picky stalker. Cutesy nowadays. I, 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 I noticed you haven't been not too active on uh, the face on the book. It's I, I, I have my moments where I was like, I'm yeah, super, you're talking, talking to... I'm super, you know, social. The moment that I, I take a yeah. fall off a little well, bit, well, because again, it's like, you don't got to know every, every facet of what I'm doing. Well, like... well, well, I started doing this. Like when I started taking pictures, I upload them to Instagram and I have the Instagram linked up to my Facebook. Yeah. And it so, just pulls so that way it just, yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, cool. Exactly. Do it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey. No, I I have it that I have it that that set up too. Yeah. And for anyone who wants any merchandise, simply go to prowrestlingtees.com and look up the Sean Pratt and get that merch. Support the brother there. He has he has 15 million kids and 23 ex-wives he's trying to help out. He got kids to put through college. He got he got uh uh, 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 alimony. The, the help me, please help me. Of... <laughs> we gotta eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we can't. We can't live on bologna sandwiches, bologna sandwiches and, and, and ramen noodles. And ramen noodles. <laughs> you bring the childhood back. Whoa, whoa! Don't be talking that negative, Nancy bullshit. You can live <laughs> off of ramen noodles. Yeah, I love ramen noodles. Yeah, I, I still listen, noodles. yo. I'm still just as hood as the day. Listen. Yeah, right. Ramen noodles. What else? What else was we making? Fried yeah, bologna ramen, sandwiches. Ramen noodles <laughs> with eggs. Oh, no, see? Tell me you did that. That's put, what I'm saying. Okay. That's, that's I was thinking I was the only one that did that. Like, nah, what? man. That's that, that's that, you know, straight gourmet stuff, man. Like, when I lived down in Orlando for high school, like I lived in uh, Pine Hills, which is a really bad part of Orlando. I learned how to make that, and the first time I ate it, I was in heaven. My yeah, friends, man. Like, mom's that... like, oh, we're going to make ramen. Um, I'm going to add some rice in there. I'm like, hold on, ramen? Like the little... She goes, yeah, <laughs> don't worry. You're going to like it. I'm like, okay. She goes, this is the we're broke, we live in the ghetto food. I'm like, I- I'm down. Listen. I like food. Oh. Dude, Listen. when I tell I got you, you, I don't know what she made. How she did it, it was so fucking good. Yeah, I was that like, ghetto it's called, it's called that ghetto gourmet. That's what we call that. <laughs> I got I got that ghetto gourmet. I, I would find uh different packs of ramen because you never had enough of the same one. <laughs> so so I would get like a beef, a chicken, a pork, yep. whatever, put it in, put the put the all the package in there. Yeah, go go to the spice rack, get some oregano. Parsley flakes, whatever else. Put some adobos. Get a pack of sason. Throw that up in there. There you go. I would go get uh, some mushrooms, uh, some baby corn. Throw that there in there, as well as uh, the Vienna sausages. 
Throw them in there too as well. You just like sausages, so it's okay. Shut up. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. It'd be it'd be so nice, like because you hooked it up. I gave it to the kids, and then I'm like, you know what? Put as it's hot with the broth, you put yeah. slices of cheese on top. Yeah, and, just, and just let Make it melt. Thing hardy. Yo, make yeah. that Yo. thing hardy. I don't yeah, heart man. attack. I do the heart attack cheese. waiting to happen. Yo, but you know cheese. that's the thing though. Like that's what we needed. Like you know, what I'm saying because uh, again, you know, again, Kensington Camden. Like that's what we had. You know, you go to the corner store. You could pack of ramen noodles for like what fifty cent? Yeah, well, you know, no lie, no lie. Last year, I gave my oldest daughter, I got a box of shrimp ramen noodles, and I wrapped it up for Christmas. Yeah, I gave it to her, and I put and I wrapped individual packets up and stuck it in her stocking because she eats ramen noodles a lot. She Listen, shit. the yeah, shrimp ramen noodles know. is where it's at, though. See, I don't like seafood, so I can't eat it. I know it's <laughs> weird. I eat tuna fish out of the can. Yeah. That's just. That's as much fish you'll ever see me eat. Then, right, 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 but, right. But no, I can. Uh, my chicken flavored is my favorite. The beef's okay. Yeah, I'm not fully sold on the beef. I think they're always like one day it's great, the other day it's like now that that tastes like it. Right, it's but very fugazi. Very. I can make so, some chicken all day long. So right now, I I I already determined if I ever run and I book the Sean Pratt people, please. Bring your ramen. Bring <laughs> ramen bring, noodles. Bring packs of ramen to the show. He's getting yes. paid in ramen. Yo, Yo, that'll be some shit if people start bringing ramen and throwing it at you while you're in the ring. Look, you know what? Yeah, I'd be like, y'all are good for the next God knows how long. <laughs> Look, they start doing, if they do that, I'm going to come out with the book bag and I'm jacking the shit out of them all. <laughs> he can't do nothing. He's in a match. What are you going to do? I'm in a match. I can't eat the ramen noodles, man. You can't even grab them. Uh, you're in a match, bro. Man, I got, that's, that's... Bro, I got you. I got you in the bag. There you go, you man. I got to offload those to you. ramen at? Oh, right, are, right. A dollar a I, pop, bro. Gentlemen. We are horrible. We are awful because the, the the time frame. <laughs> we we are bad to the bone right now. Uh, but uh, Deshaun, thank you for coming on uh, Thursday Night Slam of the Bias Slams podcast. Is thank there you any, for having me. Is there any shout outs or, or 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 last words of encouragement or anything you want to say out there to the fans before you go? Uh, I mean, I just thank you guys for riding with me for the past fifteen going on sixteen years and. Listen, I'm getting up there in age, but I still, you know, age like fine wine. I still got a lot in the tank. I still want to entertain you guys, and I'm still going to do that to the best of my ability every night. Sweet, Point sweet. That's, that's what's up. That's what's up. Well, like I, like I said, uh, thank you again for coming on. Uh, thank you. Dennis, Dennis uh, you know what? I'm not even going to kick him out of the room. We're, we're, we're going to end it like this with all three of us on the screen instead because uh, – He's a main eventer in, in my book. He, he, you know, he's top notch guy. Always much love, much respect every time I Thank see you. him. Thank you. And Thank you. Um, but you know what? Like I said, everyone, if you want to tune back in and you want to catch the replays of, of this by chance, uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, or if you're on the go in the gym, matter of fact, and you say you work out anyway, so you're in there and you're training go. people, you you. You can put it on the uh, headphone stuff. Go to bodyslams.pro and you click on the podcast section. Go to listen 
and you can pick any one of the platforms, whether it be Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, or whatever other one we have up there that you can play and listen to, and 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 you can listen to our our past shows when we talk to other people as well. But uh, yeah, uh, that's it for tonight. Uh, thanks again, everyone. Sean, Dennis, everyone. I'm Chio, and uh, this is the Body Slayers podcast, and we're out. Thank you.